Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Drinking beer and watching sports is pretty awesome. And one of the few things on par is drinking beer and playing video games. But dropping all that cash on games that end up collecting dust after you're done with them, well, it sucks. And there's no sense in trading in old games unless you really want to get 25 cents off your new game. There's a better way, though. Gamefly. Gamefly has over 8,000 new releases and classics available to rent for Xbox One, Xbox 360, PS4, PS3, PS Vita, Wii U, Wii 3DS, as well as older systems. They've got it all. And as a Gamefly member, you can rent as many console and handheld games as you want and get them delivered right to your mailbox for one low monthly fee. If you like a game so much that you don't want to send it back, you can keep it for a low use price. There are never any due dates or late fees. And Gamefly also offers the ability to rent Blu-ray and DVD movies as part of the regular service at no extra charge. And right now, Gamefly is offering fans of Craft Brood Sports a premium, free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get that free trial started today, just go to GameflyOffer.com slash Sports. That's GameflyOffer.com slash Sports, Or just head on over to our website, CraftRootSports.com, and click the Gamefly link in the menu bar. We've all been there. You're standing in the beer aisle staring at the same selection that was there last week and just wishing you could try something different. That's where Tavor comes in. Tavor is the best and easiest way for you to get the beers that you can't find in your favorite bottle shop. No need to hunt down people to trade with or worry about sending some sketchy guy a PayPal payment hoping that he delivers on the bottle that you want. Tavor has your back. They only work with independent breweries, so there's no risk of getting suckered into buying an InBev beer pretending to be a craft brew. And it's insanely easy. Just sign up for your free account, download the Tavor app from your Android or iPhone, and you'll get notifications when new beers are ready. Just go to the app and click Get It, and they'll put the quantity requested aside for you and ship it to your door. You can ship as many beers as you want for a flat fee, and you can schedule your delivery as soon as one week and as late as five after you select the beer you want to buy. And now, fans of Craft Brood Sports can get $10 in credit after you buy your first beer through Tavor.com. Just go to our website, craftbrewedsports.com, and click the Tavor link in the menu bar. Create your free account, and after your first beer is shipped out, you'll see a $10 credit hit your account. There's no commitment, no contract, no gimmicks, just great beer delivered directly to your door. And uh, this was Drake Knight here, and uh, he's the one who just interrupted us. What, give me a taste of what the uh, trash talk was like, what the, uh, you know, what the interaction is like with your, your buddy there. I don't give a damn about no damn Drake Knight.
What is up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, Mr. Underscore Scotty K. This is Craft Brood Sports. Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? I feel like that was a shot, but you pump and I'll pour. <laughs> deal, man. <laughs> all the deal. Mm-hmm. How you doing, bud? I'm all right, man. Yeah? Rough week with the uh, the schedule. Yeah, dude. You've, you're like running on zero sleep right now. Zero. But, you know, I'll fight on. <laughs> we got that. Oh, you fucking And maybe somebody I will just, give me a little bit of a bush push, and I'll be all right. You son of a bitch. You what? son of a bitch. This what has happened? been Craft Root Sports, everybody. <laughs> We're getting the fuck out of here now. Did something now. happen? Wow, you actually caught on quicker than I thought you would. <laughs> well, I thought I just I dropped did. the first fight on, and you you were immediately off. God damn it, fuck you. At first, I didn't catch it, and then I was like, oh, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. What? I, I never used the term fight on? No, you oh. don't. That's, huh. a, that's never I been I feel like used. it was timely. <laughs> it was pretty timely of you no? to use it. No. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about the week in college football coming up here. Uh, Mike's butt cheeks are clenched, in case you guys were wondering. They are every Saturday, but <laughs> even more so during USC week. Uh, yeah, I can't even deny it, man. This is I, I don't feel any confidence about this game. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about Notre Dame, USC. We'll talk about the Michigan-Penn State game coming up. Those are the big college football games. A uh, whole lot that we're getting to in this episode. Um, we're going to find out who the white motherfucker is for the week. I Probably you. you. Question. I did. I had one loaded in the chamber last week that I carried over to this week. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the sounds of that. At We're going to talk about baseball and their latest dumbest idea to expand. Yeah, Which anytime expansion is mentioned, is, <laughs> it's dumb. So. Uh, I, I can't wait to do the story about beast mode. Uh, We're going to bitch about the ALCS not going the way it should be. <laughs> well, I mean, right now it's going all right. Yeah, well, well Houston it right was now. going all right till the eighth inning the other night, too. Uh, there's also a story in Upper Deck uh, about it's probably the hillbilliest story we've ever done on this show. And I don't even know if that's a word, but it's going to be tonight because that is the hillbilliest story. So stick around for that one. As always, share the episode. Uh, hit the share button. Send it out to your friends. Once we hit 30 shares for the night, somebody's doing a shot of Bailey's and getting themselves some nice Bailey's dick going mm, on. Bailey's dick. <laughs> Dude, I've been laughing about that story all week long. I've been I've laughing told- about Bailey's dick all week long. <laughs> the story I kind of forgot. I just thought Bailey's dick is funny. It is, that's the greatest term. I feel like come up with. I was gonna say. I feel like we coined the phrase. I feel like if anybody else out there, we need to be paid royalties if anybody says anything about Bailey's dick. Bailey's dick. If Copyright. it pops up on ESPN, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> Copyright Crap Sports. Yeah, <laughs> pay us, <laughs> bitches. All right. Well, let's get into our our beer for the the night. This is our second beer coming from the Tavor shipment. This is another pumpkin beer because it's October, and that's that's how we do in October. This one is... And to all you haters out there, eat a dick. Dude, I'm telling you... Because the question got brought up this week in the old beer group on uh, Facebook. Yeah? It was an article that was posted asking, is it time for pumpkin beers to go away? And the answer is no. <laughs> Never. <laughs> it's all that is right about this time of year. After October first, I mean, I don't hate and on it's anybody. Some of the most look forward to beer of the year, as far as I'm concerned, especially so. when it's just a seasonal thing. I can I can understand yeah. if pumpkin if beers were all year, year round, long. No, yeah, do it. back off. But the fact that it's only a couple months, and that's the craziest part, man. There's already winter beers on the shelves. When I went to buy beers for next week, buddy sent me a picture of the uh, vanilla porter 
winning yeah. ale from Line and Kogel. I thought, what? Twelve Already? dogs. Twelve dogs of Christmas was on the shelf. That's insane. There's a Christmas beer in Kroger right now. That's crazy. Yeah, and there's all the winter warmers, and I was like, all right, I guess pumpkin beer's done. <laughs> yep, that's your official what the notice, fuck, man. But I <laughs> of think course, when this... pumpkin beers start appearing on shelves at the beginning of August, that's true. Yeah, I get, <laughs> they get there. What the hell is this already doing? Time. I haven't yeah. finished my summer beers. Right. Yeah. I, I will say, though, this year I feel like they have really scaled down the, the pumpkin beers and did not uh, yeah, they, sell as much. Like I, I did We not, talked about that. They, they, they were harder to find. Didn't seem like they were displayed as uh, prominently yeah, as they usually and are. The, the, just the general quantity of them was not yeah. as much as it. Like I remember seeing pumpkin forever. Yes. I went last night and I was like, oh, there's no pumpkin. All right. Good to know. Always, always good to see that. No, not good to know. Unfortunate. To know. I mean, it was that was a sarcastic good to oh, know. But, okay. <laughs> but anyways, not. this pumpkin beer is by Aleworks Brewing Company in Williamsburg, Virginia. This was another one from our Tavor shipment, and um, it is titty so far. By the way, I should preface this by saying, for all this talk we do about Tavor, they they are not everywhere. So there there are restrictions that apply. I apologize if you live in a state that they don't deliver to yet. Keep trying back. I don't move. There's 49 <laughs> other states that probably get it. And so if you're not one of the ones that's available, there's sure to be another so state that does. So there you go, Texas. <laughs> move on up to Oklahoma or some shit. Well, you got options. Living Anyways. in Texas ain't one of them if you want to vore. <laughs> Anyways, this is 7.3% ABV. So this is like right in the wheelhouse of a good pumpkin beer. Because some of those, like we've had a couple that are way too weak. And then pumpkin is around that point. Uh, ABV, which is what I kind of look at as my benchmark for pumpkin beers, is that eight point uh, eight point zero So it's right around there. So this this will get a solid buzz going. Yes, Jose Altuve, <laughs> driving those runs. This is my favorite part of doing the show when we have a game on the live updates. Just, just randomly, it's like yeah, yeah all right. <laughs> and no every, context later when you're listening yeah, to this on a Tuesday. Right. People are like, "What the fuck? What are they doing over there?" <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so initial impressions, man. I'm a big fan of this one. This one is definitely... It's, it says pumpkin pie in a bottle. That's all you need to know. Well, and that's what I was going to say. This one's more of the pumpkin pie type pumpkin beer and not so much the uh, uh, not so much of the straight pumpkin. This one's definitely mm-hmm. got more spices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the comments are already coming in. Oh, look at they you, are. Look at you fancy fucks and <laughs> fancy as hell. We uh, did call that, that it was coming, <laughs> that people were going to be all hater. Uh, <laughs> yes, we got a new look. We're trying to spice things up here in the show, make sure it looks good for everybody. I also like how we didn't even address it. We're just going to ignore just it. With just, it hey, this, yeah. this is how the this show is. is. This is what we do now. <laughs> Don't need to even acknowledge it. Have we ever really acknowledged like new things when we do something like that with the live stream? I, I feel like we tend to, for with the, the most live part. Stream? Well, like if we switch something up, it's just like... Well, right, maybe not is- adding banners or anything. That's not all that big of a deal to do, but I mean... Go fucking split screen is. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck them. That's right. We fancy, huh? Once again, everybody that listens to this in an audio format is like, I still have no idea what the fuck <laughs> is happening on this show. Go we're back t- and watch the live stream. <laughs> we're it's t- still up. We're 10 minutes and I have no idea what what's the fuck they're talking about. Uh, anyways, initial impressions. This beer is fantastic so far. Awesome. I'm, I'm a big fan. It is going to take a lot to can this beer. Yeah. And a lot is going to be... I, I don't have enough. 
<laughs> I'm probably going to can it because I'm upset that I don't have more. That was the downside was price on this one where um, mm, yeah. I think didn't it work out to where it was like $5 a bottle? Is it, I, uh, it I came down think to. so. Or it, it might have been 6 Yeah, six it was something. Which, again, that's we're get, we got two of them, so we got a little bit more than a bomber. Mm-hmm. So $12 for a bomber wasn't terrible. And I look at it like this. If I'm paying bar prices, I'm normally okay with it. $5 well, for a bottle, that's what I'd pay at a bar. I'm cool with that. Yes, there's that. And, again, can't stress enough that we can't get this around here. Exactly. So paying a premium for essentially a premium product. So I, right you know, it's, it's not the greatest in the world, but... You know, when you put it in perspective with the price you would pay at a bar, eh, not so bad. And all right, right, I can't get around here, so add in those factors, and it's not not too bad. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. And uh, if it's gonna be that pricey, then it better taste as good. And it it is good. That's the <laughs> other thing. When it's pricey, and you get it, and you're like, this better be good. Mm, this isn't very good. <laughs> not too happy about that. But this one is definitely uh, living up to it. We'll see how it holds up, but I think everybody can probably figure out. Chris is saying we need to put this on YouTube and get monetized. I know, man. I like that idea. I'm all about monetized. All I saw was monetized. I don't know what happened before that. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into Upper Deck. Upper Deck brought to you by Gamefly.com. Make sure you guys check out our website, craftfoodsports.com, and get that free 30-day trial with Gamefly. Do it. (laughs) All right, Mike, our favorite tweeter. She's back at it again. She's back. And I said she, so I don't mean that fucking orange dude in the Oval <laughs> Office. Um, anyway, by now you've all either seen or heard about the gruesome injury that uh, Boston Celtics' newest star signee Gordon Hayward suffered on opening night. It was pretty ugly. Um, uh, many people, though, took to Twitter to offer condolences and, you know, <laughs> signs of sympathy. Yeah. Except for this this tweeter. <laughs> she, she, she did not. Mia Khalifa was on uh, on the tweets. And, uh, yeah, the former porn star back at it tweeting something in regards to an athlete. And this time she, ahem, got blasted for it. <laughs> Pun all the way intended. Uh, moments after the injury occurred. I didn't read your write-up. I'm so glad I did. Yeah. Moments after the tweet occurred, uh, the tweeting question read, quote, I feel like Gordon Hayward was the sacrificial lamb to unite Boston and Cleveland for a minute before the Civil War broke out, end quote. Loser game show sound, Mia Khalifa. Yeah. Not 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 timely or good. Um, no. What's even funnier is that uh, her boss, so they recently for Barstool, was it Barstool or who the hell was it that signed them up? Her and Gilbert Arenas oh, up for the yeah, show. They got some show. Uh, they got, got some new show. Probably and they used Facebook. Publicity, Facebook. you know, uh, I think we we did that story about uh, her getting or no we didn't we just talked about it on Twitter about her getting trolled by Gilbert Arenas yeah. but then it turned out it was just a big publicity right. stunt. Anyways, her new boss for that show even tweeted back um too soon, and she That's tweeted back is this strike one, <laughs> which is kind of a funny retort. So she's obviously either not worried about losing her job or thinking oh well uh, I, you know, I guess <laughs> it was a failure of a tweet but. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. Uh, so yeah, not not a good look. Um, you know, obviously the memes and gifts come pouring out a day after, but in those moments right, right. after, nobody's like, "Ha, look at that guy, fuck him." <laughs> no, everybody was like, "Quit fucking sharing the picture of him." Yes, it's pretty as gross. Somebody, as somebody who lived through that exact same injury, 
Yeah, I didn't want to see it. Every time oh. I saw it, it was brutal. And shout out to my sister for her fantastic troll. Right <laughs> who wore it better? That yeah, was good. Who wore it better? <laughs> that was good. If you want more gold like that, join the the Facebook group. Because uh, yeah, she hit that one hard, and I I laughed really hard. It at was that one. funny. Um, but yeah, make sure you check that out. Uh oh, we got software updates going in on the no. Phone. <laughs> um, did you see too? She tried to troll Steph Curry. I did not. Uh, Steph Curry's wife was on one of those daytime, like The View or one of those shows mm-hmm. that are all the same, just different networks. Right. And uh, she revealed that Steph really likes when she sends pictures of her feet to him. So that's Steph, a weird thing to reveal. Steph Curry and uh, and Rex Ryan are in the same hanging boat, out. Apparently, yeah, just chilling. You know, I'd be mad if talk about these little piggies. <laughs> significant other revealed right? that on my behalf. I'd be like, Can you not talk? Not on national TV. I think even people who have foot fetishes are like, it's weird. Like it's, I yeah, kind of into some weird shit. I also don't broadcast it. Right. Like I, right. I enjoy this, but I don't want everybody to know. <laughs> right. Uh, so she mentioned that, and then Mia Khalifa tweeted out a picture of her feet and said, "Hey, Steph Curry, you up?" Because of course, yeah. thirsty is as thirsty right. does. Right. And she's the thirstiest when she it comes is to so fucking thirsty. comes to the athletes and just ridiculous stuff. Oh, man, we are just struggling all over with this game now, man. I'm sorry. I it's all good. As long as the Yankees lose, I don't care about the app. <laughs> Morally, this story, though, Mia Khalifa sucks. Yeah, and not just Dong. <laughs> what? Come on, Mike, fight on. Next Fuck door. you! If you say that on show, I'm fucking, I'm quitting. I'm quitting the show. Well, you're probably quitting the show, then. All right, let's talk some NFL, kind of. Uh, Last night, Thursday night football game between the Raiders and uh, Kansas City. Marshawn Lynch got ejected. Uh, Everybody's probably seen this by now. Uh, There was a cheap shot on Derek Carr, and Marshawn Lynch put on his helmet on the sidelines and ran onto the field to everybody saying he was like protecting Carr, but apparently it was his cousin that was the one that, yeah marcus that, peters yeah so he they, they were saying maybe he was sticking up for his cousin and trying to anyways whatever his motivation was he pushes a ref out of the way draws a flag gets ejected um since then he's been suspended, suspended. yeah mm-hmm. and fined uh but that wasn't the end of his night. Uh, you know, most guys at that point, they're just going to go sit in the locker room, wait around for the end of the game. Nope. Not Marshawn. Marshawn went in, into disguise and then went and sat in the stands. Watched the game from the stands. I'd like to think he had a bag of Skittles in his pocket, you too. You know he did. That's probably how they realized it was him, because he had, like, his face was all covered. like Yeah. Complete, like, it was like a mask. ski mask. Yeah. Uh, which, I want to know, did he kick somebody out of their seats, or was he just like... Scoping out, did it? Did it was an down? Oakland KC game on Thursday night. Yeah, it that's was, a good point. There's open seats available. That's a good point. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, Detroit's arena. Yeah, did you see that? The yes, Pistons I did. Game. Even with Eminem, even with Eminem, they couldn't bring. But shout out to house. the twelve people that were there because they did boo Kid Rock. So well, good on you. That's Detroit. fine. <laughs> uh, but anyways, Marshawn, Marshawn watched the rest of the game and then took a train home with a bunch of rowdy Oakland fans and uh, led them in a fuck KC chant. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. All right. Good talk. <laughs> Thanks, Marshawn. Oh, shit. That's good stuff. Uh, anyway, we know that there are a lot of dumbasses out there that want to hit athletes with the whole stick to sports argument anytime they uh, want to talk about social issues. 
Um, and despite everyone ignoring the fact that Kaepernick did donate a bunch of money to various different causes what? after people tried. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. You didn't? Yeah. That's what, what most people don't want you to know. No, after people bitched about it. it. <laughs> after people bitched about him putting where his money where his mouth was, he actually did. But it wasn't really, you know, widespread as far as news because, hey, let's not talk about what he's doing after we called him out for doing it. We'll just right. kind of ignore that. Just, yeah. <laughs> but the media did not ignore, and that's this is fine. I don't have a problem with the media not ignoring the fact that Chris Long this week, um, this story will make white people feel much more comfortable, and it was much wide, much more <laughs> widespread, so I know that to be true. Uh, but basically, he's donating what will end up being his entire 2017 season worth of game checks to multiple causes. Um, he had already given Good up his... him, man. Yes, this is awesome. He had already given up his first six weeks of pay to provide scholarships to two students in Charlottesville, Virginia, which that's where he's from. So, you know, with everything that's gone on there, he get, he gave money for that. And then this week, it was reported that he will donate his next 10 paychecks to launch the Pledge 10 for Tomorrow campaign. Um, it's a charitable initiative that encourages people to make donations to provide equal education opportunities. Awesome. Now, Chris Long, yeah, earlier in the season, he he plays for the Eagles, and he while he didn't kneel for the national anthem, he did put his arm on yeah. some of his teammates or whatever, and he said he totally supports their causes and everything, and again was basically on the side of Kaepernick, just wanted to show it a different way or whatever. Either way, boils down to the fact that he did, again, just like Kaepernick, put his money where his mouth is. Yeah. And and I also read that with this, he's played now for the Eagles, the Patriots. He got drafted by the Rams. And I can't remember there was another city. But either way, he was doing like a challenge initiative between the four cities. And whoever donated the most money got some sort of prize. And I apologize. I can't remember exactly what it was when I was reading the article. But either way, it was incentivizing those four communities yeah. that he played in to do even more. And then they got something. I think it was like a $50,000 bonus to Jesus, that, like their organization or whatever. So they were competing for that on top of you know, getting all these donations. So just a great cause. I do like that we're seeing this more and more with athletes because everybody complains about these athletes being like overpaid prima donnas. And oh, yeah. Blah, blah. And now we're seeing more of these guys doing that, like what J.J. Watt did in Houston with uh, mm -hmm. after the hurricane and raised all that money. I mean, granted, it wasn't all his money, but he put he put some of his money up for that. And, well, and, and if you put yourself out use there, use your celebrity. To, yes, to, exactly. To I mean, it. that's cool. With me you too. put your money out there and you use your person to get people to donate. Right. And they did. You know, you had not only other athletes, but celebrities in Hollywood started donating to the right. cause. And that's always good when you can do that. I mean, whatever platform you have, you know, even and if you can't afford to give up everything. That's why people need to stop bitching about Colin Kaepernick. Because and you, they also need to stop bitching towards athletes in general about, oh, uh, stick to sports. Because right. even, you know, it's one thing if they have their opinion and you don't, don't agree with it. But it's another thing when they're actually donating, which is more than those stick to sports people are doing themselves. Yeah, exactly. They're just sitting there saying, ah, stick to sports. And it's like, well, then what are you doing then if, you know... I'm, I'm sticking to watching sports. Yeah, I'm sticking to having an opinion on other stuff <laughs> and watching. But I get to do both because I don't play. <laughs> I don't really understand that rationale, but fucking it makes sense in my mind. <laughs> so those people just need to shut the fuck up. Yeah, dude. Let, 
let them let these guys use their celebrity for good. And I don't even that's the craziest thing. All of these guys are trying to do good. Yes, and I don't even you know I I don't condone anybody doing anything for free, especially playing in the NFL. So I mean, more power to him if he wants to donate his entire paycheck. But I don't think you have to go that far if you're you know no. So that's what I'm wondering. Like, what happens next year when he's on a team and he's like. Yeah, I, I need this money though. Well, in so, my guess, he so. has other sources of income. Yeah, this isn't I mean, his I'm only sure source. Does, but that's also a it's, lot. Of I was going to say it's still a lot of money just to say ah, it's it's a year's worth of salary that right. you're just throwing right. away essentially. I mean, and you're giving it to a cause, now, so it's not going the the. I guess the net benefit from the business side is going to be he's probably going to pick up additional sponsors, like additional yeah. sponsorships because of this. Right. So he is going to get some of that and money. And you can write it off to charitable donations, that's all right. that sort of yep. But it, either way, it's no matter still, what, still you're still donating of all money. of this money that nobody's forcing you to. It's just right. because you want to and because you believe in the causes. So yeah. good for him. Awesome stuff. Uh, let's. Let's get into this hillbilliest story of of Crab Root Sports. And honestly, if this happened more often, I would watch more racing. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) It's kind of like fights in hockey. Yes. This story was fantastic. So this was like some weird off-the-radar race that was uh, in Anderson, Indiana this past week. Two race car drivers got into a scuffle on the track. Apparently, there was a crash uh, that happened during the race, and that pissed off the one driver, 40-year-old Jeffrey Swinford. He got so mad that he felt the need to rev his car and ram it into the car that caused the crash, and then bounced up onto his hood. I saw the video of this earlier in the week. It was so great. It was amazing. Like, I saw I was like, he's about to ram this motherfucker. Oh, my God, he's on top of the car. <laughs> so, so funny. Then they get out and start had swinging. It, had it ended right there, still would have been upper deck worthy. Right. But, but no, it goes one step further, because that didn't sit well with 42-year-old Sean Cullen, who got out of would his it, car. Would it sit well with anybody, though? Hey, you just ran my car and tried to kill me. I'm cool. <laughs> We'll leave it there. My bad, man. I'm sorry. (laughs) I I should have waved. You've got road rage? It's cool. (laughs) I should have signaled. That's on me. I'm sorry. Uh, (laughs) Cullen gets out of the car and started punching Swinford while he was still in the vehicle. That led to police coming onto the track, hitting Cullen with a stun gun, and eventually arresting both men and walking them off the track in cuffs. Whew. The only thing that's missing from that story is a beater, some bush light, and a can of tobacco. And that's I feel like all of them thing. were within a five foot radius anyway. They were, the cop like had to put down his yes. bush light. While, while it, they may not have been engaging all of those, I feel like there was somebody within arm's distance of that that could check off all those boxes. <laughs> I love this story. As it's soon as I saw excellent. it, I was like, oh my God. You really, need to, though, it, you really need to see the video. If you get a chance, go look that up because it's really funny to watch him drive up on this yes. other car <laughs> and then get out and just start flailing. It's like Grand Theft Auto style. Like, it, yeah, just that's a pretty good description. Pops right up on the hood. So fucking awesome. Racing. I'm on board now. Everybody needs to do that more in racing. By the way, let's do a quick check. Where are we at in shares on the on the video so far? Uh, I don't know. Blake, uh, get on that. Twenty six. We, we got. Oh, we're on twenty six shares. Twenty six shares already. Wow. If we hit thirty. Somebody's doing a shot of Bailey's after we do white motherfucker. Bailey's dick. Kevin wants to know if that's porn music in the background. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> Mike and I are fucking after the show to this theme. Uh, he also wanted to know. Uh, he wanted to say if we're not funny, he's turning this off and watching Super Troopers. 
I'd go Super Troopers over us. I, we can't compete with them. You can come back to the show. Watch well, the show later. Like, watch Super Troopers now. And watch yeah, but I mean, later. if he had put it, if he had set the bar a little bit lower, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we can clear that. <laughs> Super Troopers, don't go that high. Yeah, that's I can't, a, I'm not going to claim to compete with that. Right. There's, they were damn funny, but not Super Troopers. There's, uh, yeah, no way. Uh, Rate wanted Smoking to know. The <laughs> Rate wants to know he missed the beginning. What are we drinking? Rate, we got Aleworks pumpkin. Check the uh, description of the video because it's in there. Ooh. That's just because I saw what he had said in the. Uh, never mind. We'll oh, talk. was he talking shit? Otherwise? There's a little bit of shit talking. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Either way, ooh. 26 shares, uh, four more, and somebody's doing a shot of Bailey's. Get into that Bailey's dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's up next in. Uh, well, next we got a little baseball story. Oh, dude. Kind of. Oh, this story gets me so mad. As happy as the last story got me, this one got me so pissed. <laughs> this one is so ridiculous. Um, but if there's ever been a crime deserving of cruel and unusual punishment, then this would be it. Uh, that's because this week somebody stole, I don't know how you do this, but stole the bat from the Ken Griffey Jr. statue that's outside of Safeco Field in Seattle. Um, the asshole walked up to it and somehow <laughs> cut the bat from the statue. Again, this takes a lot of time and effort and thought to do this. Yeah, no um, idea how that happens. Yeah, I mean, it's not, and that's not easy either. You're not just going to take one of those saws and just be out yeah, there just <laughs> for hours or file it off. Cop comes up, what are you doing, nothing? Yeah. Nothing. Just here with a handsaw, <laughs> officer. Admiring the kid. <laughs> anyway, uh, so he somehow cut the bat off the statue and then just walked the fuck away. Um, the man that did it did get arrested, and the bat has been recovered. But there's not a real way to fix a statue. You can't just like glue no, the bat yeah, back it's, on. It's not like a bobblehead where you could just like tape it. Yeah, there's like, this isn't just a, put it towards the back in oh, the corner. Yeah, this isn't a quick fix. There's no super glue that you just right. all right. No, Griffey, that's, you're good. That's a whole new statue. Yeah, I was gonna say they have to recommission this statue yeah. and have it redone. I'm not gonna lie, uh, that. I'm I would have so mad. Well, you know, the punishment should have been, oh, you took this bat off. You get to get beaten with it now. <laughs> he totally should have got beaten with the bat that he took what off is, by Griffey. What are you doing with it? Like, that's what I don't understand. It's I not like know. you can sell it. And also, you, you, you didn't really, hey, I got the bat off the Ken Griffey right. Jr. statue. Cool, dude. Yeah. Just put it on the mantle. You know, keep what, it moving. you know what happens to most baseball memorabilia? It gets stuck in the basement. Because your wife doesn't want it out on display, and then eventually you sell it at a garage sale. So you cut the bat off the Ken Griffey Jr. statue to eventually put it in the basement for six or seven years. But he didn't even get away with it. I know! So (laughs) there's nothing that. It's like, hey, I did this! And then the cops are showing up at the door. Oh, this is about the statue, isn't it? (laughs) Fuck, it tracked me down. Sir, what's that? Nothing? I ain't got nothing. That's a big old turd. <laughs> I just took a metal shit, officer. <laughs> Such a dick. I hope he gets the death penalty for that. Whoa. Too far. Nope. Not too far. Beaten with the bat. You don't fuck with Ken Griffey Jr. statue. All right. Well, fight on. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's finish off uh, Upper Deck. I almost <laughs> like finish let's off finish off Craft Root Sports. <laughs> let's yeah. finish off the show because Scott's an asshole. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. You're fine. Let's finish this off. Uh, we've had a lot of debates on this show as to what is and what isn't a sport. Uh, I know Bill started a whole thing with esports and that uh, random yes. phone call. Uh, 
This one, uh, this was a sport that uh, I, I wouldn't have considered a sport until this week when we have to consider it a sport. There's no more arguing. Pole dancing. Mm, the o- boom, boom room. Officially a sport. Uh, this week, the Global Association of International Sports Federation, whatever the fuck that is, <laughs> they granted pole dancing observer status, which provisionally classifies it as a sport. Which Hasn't brings... it always had observer status? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of pole dancing? For observer status? <laughs> I mean, uh, thanks for classifying it what it's always been. Good night, everybody. It's, it's, a, it's a spectator sport. <laughs> uh, you know. Yep. Pretty much. Uh, the craziest part about this, the fact that it is, it does get this classification now, is it brings pole dancing one step closer uh, to Katie Coates, the president of the International Pole Sports Federation. Yep, that's a thing. Her, yeah, it brings it closer to her vision to have pole dancing included in the Olympics by 2024. I feel like this is a movement we can get behind. <laughs> I am all in. I, it, there needs to be pole dancing. Only if they hire uh, strip club DJs to announce the, the pole dancers. Yeah, no, I up. mean, if you're going to do this, you got to go like, all the way with it. They also need to be legal. I know they like to use the... Yeah, you can't have like the little eight-year-olds from China doing this shit. Yeah, no, 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 cool. yeah, no. None of the Chinese sneaking in those people. And even, well, and even, you know, the regular gymnasts are, you know, 16, 17. Nah, I don't want to see it. Yeah. It needs to be legal. So, <laughs> 18 and above on the pole dancing. All in, though. I just want the the very prim and proper Olympics to have the guy be like, coming up next the on guy, the pole. From, no, the no, guy. The, the announcer. No, oh, okay, the announcer. But I was yeah. thinking, I want Bob Costas in the studio, and now we'll take you to pole dancing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. I just want like, the in-stadium announcer to, like, where they're normally like, next up, United States. I just want him to be like, next up on the pole, Sapphire from the United States. Sapphire, bring in the heat. <laughs> But seriously, Bob Cast is having to announce that oh and intro that. That would be fantastic. Or I guess it's Mike Tarico now. How long? Well, yeah, Costas, Costas would get fired. No, Costas would quit before he did that. He's <laughs> no, I don't have time for this shit. I'm out. Pole dancing in the Olympics. We will do live play-by-play in 2024 on this show. You talked about how you're not a big fan of some of those extra sports in the Olympics in summertime. I am not, but I've been all in for this. I think you'd watch that one. This wouldn't be a winter Olympic sport, that's for (laughs) sure. Could be indoor. Yeah, well, I mean, is it ever outdoor? Yes. There is an outdoor pole somewhere on this planet. (laughs) You can guarantee that, my friend. It seems extremely dangerous, and also eh, outdoors. I don't. All right, this has it's been a spectator sport. This my has friend. been upper deck. <laughs> it's been upper deck. Brought to you by GameFly.com. Don't let four walls stop you <laughs> from pole dancing. <laughs> and by the Global Association of International Sports Federation, whatever the fuck that is. <laughs> Fight on! God damn it, man! <laughs> All right. Let's get this white motherfucker question done so All that right. we can open up the phone lines. Because uh, people are clamoring, aren't they? Uh, I don't know. I haven't looked. Um, <laughs> 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 well, we haven't got that random too early call. That right. Well, I've got it muted. Should. No, I know. Muted, Usually yeah. we don't remember to. But <laughs> uh, Kevin says the neighbor buys the house across the street and immediately installs a stripper pole in the living room. Yes. <laughs> that happened. It, it's for real. I mean. God bless this country. Got Gotta get ready for the Olympics. Blake's 
<laughs> Blake says, my casa, my dude. So he's got the outdoor pole. That's where it's Somebody at. does. <laughs> Big boy ain't the only one with a boom, boom room. <laughs> the outdoor boom, boom room is just the next evolution of pole dancing. But you're... You're outside, like neighbors can see. Then, yeah, because pole dancers are worried about neighbors. I'm watching. not worried about the pole dancers. I'm worried about the neighbors watching me watching the pole dancing. If I got enough money to have a pole dancing thing set up, you don't you have think neighbors. I care about the neighbors. That's a good point. And they're not close enough to be gawking. I don't want neighbors point. watching. Yeah. I'm not living in a house where neighbors can watch from that close. Let's <laughs> say, <like>, hey, <laughs> I think they got titty poles over there titty 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 poles yeah i called them titty poles and struggled anyway all right wait motherfucker this is the segment where scott asked me a question uh, about 90s r&b hip-hop uh and if i get it right then he has to chug a smirnoff if i get it wrong i have to do a shot of hypnotic and uh also if i get it wrong i'm called a white motherfucker for the week all right scott Again, a lot of pressure, especially after last week where I was close. And I, yeah, I, I know, and I'm kind nervous. of nervous after how close you were last week, and I'm trying to figure out how deep I want to go with the the question and the clues on this one, because I feel like if I just ask part of the question, leaves it really innocuous, and if I ask the, f- the other part, it might, it'll help you out enough to to screw me over. So I guess I'll judge by your face. Okay, great. <laughs> so look at me. <laughs> look at me when I'm talking to you. All right. All right. Here we go. On the hit 90s sitcom Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Okay. Ashley had a birthday party. She did. And at her birthday party, a R&B singer came and guest starred as himself on the show. Mm. He also had a hit song called Can We Talk? Mm. Name that R&B artist. Uh, the only R&B artist that I remember from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air oh, was when Boys to Men came on. Oh, okay, cool. That's all I remember. I do remember, well, and I thought, I was like, oh, well, and when I don't say group, he'll know. Yeah, yeah. But well, that would have been way said, too easy, yeah. the Boys to Men question. Well, I thought it was going to be like, uh, which R&B group? Uh, name all four guys. <laughs> and I'd be like, the one with the cane. The, other the one with the really deep voice <laughs> and the brothers. <laughs> and I'd have been like, ah, I got to give you credit for that. Uh, so let's see. R&B singer guest starred on Fresh Prince. Bobby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> I can assure you, I'm going to give you, exactly, I'm gonna give you a hint. It's not Bobby Brown. That's exactly what I was going to say. It is not Bobby Brown. Um, I, don't, I, I have no idea. Tevin Campbell. Yeah, would have never fucking gotten that. He was also, a little bit of bonus info for you, he was also the voice of, and I can't remember the name of the character, but on a Goofy movie, they were going to oh. see the concert, uh, the dude that uh, Max was all obsessed with, and he was the voice of that guy. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Boom. All Bring right. it on a heat. Well, uh, time to take a shot of Hypnotic. Hand me, yeah, hand me a, uh, a shot of the Hypno. <laughs> <laughs> Does that, that was very white, motherfucker. Say, of you. Does that make me less or more white? More. I thought so. Oh god, this Smurf piss is so disgusting. Uh, well, what that means, though, since I have to do the hypnotic, if we hit thirty shares, which I think we're at like twenty-seven, you're gonna have to do the shot of Bailey's. Mm. So when we hit thirty, give me do, the BD. You gotta hit it, and if we hit forty, then I'll do one too, just because that's how we do things. And there's our first call. People wasting no time. <laughs> Craft Brood Sports. Craft Root Sports, who's this? Mike's taking a shot. 
It's your mean ping, fool. <laughs> that, that was quite the introduction. What up, Glenn? Not much. How y'all doing? Pretty good. Mike's got a mouthful of hypnotic at the moment. So as bad as hypnotic is going down, it's really bad. That's the only thing he's ever had a mouthful of. God damn it. (laughs) God damn it. You know what that deserves? A fight on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As bad as hypnotic is, it's really bad when it comes up through your nose. (laughs) (laughs) That would sting the nostrils. Oh, shit. Glenn, what's up, man? Not much, man. Just want to check in with you guys. Tez and Campbell, I'll see you uh, miss that. <laughs> yeah. Me and Ferris are sitting here singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it even better. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad news. Uh, can you name all four members yeah. of Boys to Men? I know they got married in Toledo. One of them did. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. All right, good. I don't feel as bad then. Uh, what uh, What do you got going on this week, man? What's uh, What's your picks for this week? Um, all winners, chicken dinners. So, uh, uh, more importantly, you're going, you're going to be joining us for the uh, the big bachelor show in three weeks, correct? What'd you say? I said you're going to be joining us for the big bachelor episode in three weeks, correct? Oh, of course. I have some good things in store for that. Oh, so. shit. <laughs> uh, the, the, the groom has asked for some apple pie, so that'll be brewed and nice. good jokes, um, old school stories, um, leading Scott out of his bachelor life into his life. So. Uh, maybe Welcome even maybe that night we could even have some guest white motherfucker questions from the audience. Oh, I, oh yeah. I don't know if I like that plan because ah uh, well I I still it's have my to... show, bitch. <laughs> that night, that I'm night, always, easy I'm groomzilla. Always, I'm always just go with guest mulatto motherfucker questions. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> we'll do uh, a mixture for that evening. <laughs> Oh man! All right, Glenn. I gotta ask since Scott's been hitting me with the fight on this whole episode. Do you have Notre Dame or USC this weekend? I'm gonna make you feel good. I'm gonna go with uh, Notre Dame. All right, I appreciate that, Glenn. That's why you are my favorite. Favorite what? So, just out of but YouTube. just know if you guys lose, it'll be I'll mean the fuck out of you guys. And yeah, Glenn, you're you bring the heat in that Facebook group with uh, with the memes, and I'm not gonna lie. I'm very terrified because uh, <laughs> I know, I know. As soon best, as uh, guys happy, so. as soon as Notre Dame loses, I'm gonna get hit with the, the all crying of the crying Jordan Jordans. over the the leprechaun. I'm gonna get hit with the Rudy with the crying Jordan <laughs> in it. I already know. Like I'm just gonna shut down my phone and not look at all at Facebook. I might even do something special for you and hit you with the Ray Lewis on the knees type me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, I, for shit. one, look right. forward to it. I'm so, not looking forward to that one. All right, Glenn. Have a good rest of the show, fellas. We'll look forward to listening. All right, thanks so, for thanks, calling. Thanks, buddy. You guys, so. Appreciate right, we'll it. See you, man. <laughs> Glenn, bringing it. Uh, well, as you guys can tell, the drunk line is open, 440-37-DRUNK. Feel free to call in, talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. I, uh, I haven't seen him in the, the Facebook uh, comment section yet, but hopefully Smitty calls in with his uh, – with his uh, debate topic for the week, because Smitty always has a good debate topic, and he always laughs too. That's my favorite part. Like whenever he calls in, he just laughs at us. Oh, it makes me feel really good about myself. Makes me feel like we're funny at the yeah. Super Troopers for at least five <laughs> minutes. Uh, we also got lose losers coming up later on. Uh, before we get to that, you want to talk NBA season? 
I do. <laughs> so Christ, the NBA shit. season got started this week, and for Boston, it started and it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Five minutes into that game against Cleveland to open the season, Hayward goes down, and that literally is their hopes and dreams down the tube. Now, they'll still be a playoff team. Yes, but they were expected the to compete with Cleveland for the East in the finals, the Eastern Conference finals. And, I mean, that series could have easily gone. You know, they could have pushed Cleveland to the limit. I feel like they were good enough or could have been it good It would have enough. definitely been a really good match. It would have been interesting. Yeah. It would have been a fight to see who gets to lose to the Warriors, which, which you know, <laughs> at least would be an interesting thing to see since it's been, all right, you know, fast forward to the Cavs getting there and then losing in six or seven games. Okay, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so we'd have at least one series that everybody was looking to before the inevitable Warriors victory, and instead it it's over. And he's and he's done for the year. Yeah, like he's completely out. done. So what is? I feel like this week has seen way more injuries than we've seen in the past. In well, the yeah, you week. usually don't see um, severe injuries in the NBA. It's not a contact sport. So, yeah, I mean, there's contact made, but they don't. You know, they don't have. They don't suffer a lot of injuries that keep people out for extended time. I mean, you see a few a year, and then there's Derrick Rose who stays hurt, but. 31 shares. Go ahead and pour yourself a, okay, uh, fair enough. a shot of Bailey's. Get that Bailey's Get this BD out. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes, there, you're 100% right. And not only that, so there was the Gordon Hayward injury, but there was also uh, Jeremy Lin went down in another non-contact injury. Which is what makes it odd yeah, that these, these injuries weren't, you know, oh, somebody came and stepped on the back of your right. heel and you blew out your Achilles or something like that. Right. It's, it's all kind of... Uh, it's those injuries Fluky. that, yeah, that it's just like, how the fuck did that even happen? Yeah, man? like you just jumped. Yeah, and well, then, and for Hayward, he just landed, and it was an awkward landing, and that was that. Now I will say, when it comes to that injury that he got, I I got mine just running. I didn't even like cut or not anything. Athletic. Just pretty much running straight line. Pretty much third. third Your brother game wanted of my... to correct me, and I should correct myself. It is Cuckland, not Cleveland. <laughs> I dubbed it Cuckland, and I don't want to go back on my own, my own new name. I apologize. Uh, that was uh, that was Big Vic. That was Papa B mm. that, that corrected you on that one. It was your dad. I didn't even see that. I missed it. All SR. in on the Cuckland train. Good. He is. I knew he would be. That. <laughs> if he's willing to call up King Chong Il to give him the coordinates, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that he didn't have a problem calling it Cuckland. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, Cuckland, I like." That one. <laughs> <laughs> Sports, who's this? This is your wife. Oh, hey, babe. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> hey, here's a little suggestion. Since it's less than a month away that Scott gets married, I think we should have Cheryl over and uh, do a little wedding thing for her and him, obviously. On the show? Are you talking on about on the show? Oh, so we have yeah. we bring Cheryl in on an episode too before we uh Only yeah. if Alex comes. So it'll be so like Scott, the you wives have to find episode. a babysitter or something. <laughs> find a babysitter. Oh, well that's actually the hardest part of that equation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that sounds awesome, doing a wives show. I'm we'll get Alex that. and Cheryl on the show. <laughs> and now we'll, we have to figure out when we're gonna make that happen. Because we're kind of booked up the next few weeks. We'll figure it out. Okay. JB just got booked. Uh, he got, right. Or bumped. He's gone. <laughs> Sorry, JB. You're out. You're out. So your next guest, your next guest will be females. All right. Uh, you sold me, babe. You, you are a genius. That have nothing to do with sports. That means, you realize that means you got to drink, like, whatever beer we're drinking, right? So if it's an IPA, you got to drink me? the IPA. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm okay with that. <laughs> 
Cheryl, on the other hand, I feel like that's a down vote. Cheryl might show a little bit. I don't All know. Right. We'll figure it out. We will figure it out. Well, thank you for the call, babe. I appreciate it. Yeah. Let me know if we're being too You're long. You're welcome. <laughs> I love you, sweetie. <laughs> You're not. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> My wife just called into the show, man. Uh, I, that was sweet, and I also think it deserves a fight on. You, uh, you got <laughs> <damn it. laughs> Why do you ruin everything tonight? Because it's the show. Oh, okay. Fair Hi, fair. I'm Scott. Have we met? <laughs> All right. What What were you saying now about the? Uh, uh, oh, just seasons and injuries, and yeah. just everybody's falling down, and it's only it's not even one week into the year. So that that begs the question, though, because we talked about it last week when we were saying the garbage teams and, uh, like, you know, it, are all these other teams garbage and it's just Did we end State. up talking about that on the show? Yeah, I could I not so. for the life of rem- me remember had the conversation. We had that conversation off the air. You know what? Now I don't know if we did but it then on the show. But I, I talked about I it. we did. I talked we? about it with Nero. And so I'm trying to remember. I'm like, did you and I talk about that on the show about teams? MJ saying that teams were garbage. I'm pretty sure we talked And we about debated, it. What, like, the technicality of teams being garbage. And it was just the fact that teams are garbage within context. Right. As it, there's Warriors, and then there's Cleveland, and then there's a bunch of garbage teams that fill up the rest of the league after that. Now, garbage is relative because they're garbage in the sense that none of them have a legit shot to win the title. Yeah. So I know what MJ was saying, but he said it in a very old man a, get off yeah, my lawn type way. In a way, way. that. Yeah, it, it came off super cantankerous, and he's the owner of an actual legit garbage team right, in yeah. <laughs> Charlotte. Right. So, yeah. But, but anyway. But with all these injuries that have, have gone on, like that just shows you that anything can happen here. Like, yes, Golden State, Cleveland. Still well, then the, Golden State went and lost on opening night to Houston, which is one of the other teams that people, the only other teams that people think that right. has a chance to accidentally yeah, be thrown. Yeah, because that's them. the new, that's the other new big three yes. team in, in Houston. So well, no, they're not because they didn't end up getting the third because they were supposed to get Carmelo and end up just being. That's a good point. They just <laughs> got, they stayed with Harden <laughs> and got Chris Paul, who's already hurt. So it's just that's the big two. <laughs> and Trevor Rees was like half. So they're like big two and a half. The big and that, two and a half. And that's a stretch to call Ariza a half. <laughs> well, that, but the point being, something could happen to LeBron. LeBron's fucking old, man. He's like my age. Whoa, I was going to say. He's my age. He's, he's fucking old. old, but he's only a month older than me. He's younger than me. He's old. For the NBA, LeBron is old. It, it, something could happen tomorrow. And well, that yeah, but I mean, that's the Cleveland. caveat for every single sport in any situation is that something could happen to somebody's star player that throws all of the predictions and everything out of whack. But because so let's look at it this in way. general, all things being equal, Warriors will win the title. Should we stop talking now or? OK, yep. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Moving call on. Colin, if you think something different, but uh, yeah, if anybody else wants to give me a legit argument about any other team in the <laughs> NBA having a legit shot, we'll listen. I will say, though, that. My Kings, uh, although still garbage, Darren Fox did look good in the opening loss <laughs> for them. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> one of their draft picks finally panning out would be nice. What, oh, wait, sorry. One of them that doesn't want to choke everybody else on the, the court. Because, <laughs> you know, there was that whole DeMarcus Cousins era. Yeah, that's a, that's a big clarifier yeah. so right there. there's that. All right, let's oh, stick. And real quick before we lead, I did en- enjoy the fact that uh, Beverly shut down Lonzo Ball. 
I generally just enjoy it when the Lakers lose, but it's double yeah. exciting when Lonzo Ball looks like complete butt cheeks. Yeah, what, in three his points game. in his first game? Yeah. Although, to be fair, Patrick Be- Beverly's a really good defender, and, well, this is what his dad brought upon him. He has his dad to thank because he's just like a championship team. He's going to get everybody's best every single well, night I think, because of his dad. I think he would have gotten everybody's best anyways because no, he's he a definitely, rookie. Well, he definitely would. Because nobody wants to get shown up by a rookie. Well, he definitely would, and everybody wants to come after those those top three target. lottery picks, but it's an extra target because right. his dad can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Yeah. And then, of course, after the game, didn't help any. So either. do you think he pans out to the point where he's going to be as good as everybody thinks he's going to be? Or uh, let me back that up. I don't know. As good I as never, L.A. thinks he's going to be? Well, L.A., no. Their expectations they are... they think he's the next Magic. Yeah, no. Their expectations are ludicrous. And I've never bought into him being... He just he just doesn't look all that athletic. I mean, he's got great court fish and everything. He's super fucking weird looking. He's, like he's awkward as shit. Yeah. He no, looks and like I, the I really kid in sixth grade that they make play basketball because yeah. he's tall. Well, and I really do think... He, <laughs> and he's got a disposition and he just looks like he doesn't give a fuck. He, and, like, there's no emotion there. Excited, upset. He's just kind of there. Just face. Um, <laughs> but the comparisons to me that are the most apt are not... Magic Johnson, it's definitely Jason Kidd, but then I don't even, even Jason Kidd later on in his career could put up some points. He was never like a score. He was always the dish first. Yeah. And I, he definitely think if Lonzo Ball is going to make a name for himself, it's going to be in that type of role. And so I could see him having a similar career to Jason Kidd, but then you're like, oh, well, Jason Kidd made the Hall of Fame, so you think he's going to be pretty good. But I think it's Jason Kidd really light. Like they'll he'll be good enough to stay in the league for a long time yeah. and always, you know, put up numbers where he'll be in the conversation of being one of the top point guards in the league, but never really great numbers to where you look at the end of his career and you're like, ah, eh, that's a good career, but not great. Yeah, yeah I, I don't I, I don't I mean I don't think he's Hall of Fame I, mean, I don't think he has a Hall of Fame type career. It'd be like just below that. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, and I mean that's that's not there's nothing to scoff at. I mean, right. having a really solid career in the NBA and being really good. I mean, I can't tell you how many rings he's going to win or any of that. I, I I don't think that matters. Just thinking of personally how he plays, right? It'll just be like, oh, he had a really good career, but you know, it wasn't Hall of Fame worthy. So, which that's, but that's not most what LA. Careers. Well, but but I mean that's not what when you that's get drafted that, top right. when you get drafted top three, you're expected to be you know. In the LeBron conversation, I mean, you know, somewhere Which along Which that's kind of unfair lines. to put those guys in that. It, it is, but at the same time, I mean, that that's also the expectations of not just getting drafted the top three, but then drafted to be a savior for the fucking Lakers. Yeah, I think that's the... Do you think he has that same type of pressure if he doesn't end up in L.A.? Like, do you think if somebody else drafted him... Like, let's say he was oh, no, in, it would be 100% percent Orlando. I mean, he would still have a lot of pressure thanks to his dad. He's right. always going to have that. And he was going to have the top, you know, the top three draft pick stigma, but not playing for LA would lessen a lot of that because it's his hometown. So you add on that, and you add on that it's the premier franchise in the NBA as far as how many titles they've won. So I mean, that's asking a lot and expecting a lot. Like I mean, you don't get to just be okay when you're drafted top three for the Lakers. I would they agree. Ex- they yeah. expect. I mean, and when the comparisons are to one of the greatest point guards of all time, if not the greatest, you know, <laughs> right. how do you like? <laughs> all right, uh, gee, <laughs> I- I'll be all right, right? I mean, that's tough. That's a lot to ask, and I just don't think that he. 
He just doesn't have the look of somebody who's going to ca- be capable of living up to that. Right. I would agree with but that. But again, if you're like, well, I had a pretty good career and I wasn't quite Magic Johnson, that's still a pretty good career, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's all right. I mean, no. It's right. not good enough. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, Lonzo. Uh, all right. Let's, let's switch gears from the NBA because the NBA... I, I just can't get into it, man. I'm trying to watch it a little bit more this year. Well, I will tell you this uh, straight up a minute. I can't get into it until June. Yeah. And even then, the first couple of rounds, it's like, oh, okay, whatever. Can we get to the runs that matter? Right. Well, I like watching I like watching some of those games that or some of those series that don't matter because it's that's where it ends up being a little more fun. I mean, there's other times throughout the year. Competitive. There are times out th- throughout the year there'll be certain matchups that just because of this, the course of the year end up being more exciting than you thought. And then there's the Christmas Day games that are yeah. they usually specifically slate, you know, rivalry games right. or as much as you can call rivals in the NBA and, and just interesting matchups. So there's other times I can get up for it. But just generally your day-to-day NBA watching, nah, not here for it. Just, I agree. I, it's it doesn't help that the Kings are complete garbage. So I don't know. <laughs> I you know I wouldn't <laughs> want to watch them on a daily basis if I could. <laughs> so there's that. That's the crazy thing. Like I, I guess if I had to be a, a fan, and I've talked about this before on the show, I would claim Cleveland as my team. But I really don't give a shit. Like I'm more of a LeBron fan mm. than anything. Mm-hmm. And when he left Cleveland, I was like, meh, whatever. It yeah, it happens. Life and then, goes on. Yeah, and and now I'm just. I, I, I don't know the whole league in general. I'm just over it. I, it's it's tough when it's predetermined, man. It's I mean, really it is tough. tough when you just know that the Warriors are at least going to be. It's going to go six or seven right now. Yeah. In in October, we can say there'll be a game six or seven in the finals, and the Warriors will be playing in it. I mean, yeah. what's the? It's just like what's the point of the whole thing if you just know all the way now? It's brutal. But let's get into something we don't know, and that's college basketball because tonight is Musketeer Madness. Yes, which is, is. in my mind, college basketball season is here now. I know, oh yeah, once I know the midnight like, madness is start, then yeah. it's uh, unofficially the start. Yeah, I know this is like practice, and the exhibition games don't start for uh, mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. few weeks mm-hmm. or so. But this is officially college basketball season for me, and. Uh, here in Cincinnati, we have two teams in the top 25 to start out the year. UC came in at number 13. Um, Xavier came in. Oh, I guess they're number 17. Uh, I thought they yeah, were both they in came top 15. But. <laughs> they, they came in lower. And let me tell you, UC fans are all oh, yeah. talking the mad super excited shit. about that. But the, they, the four spots higher that they won't finish at the end of the season. I was going to say, they need to realize Mick Cronin is still their coach. So, yeah, you're number 13. And there's still the Bearcats in general. It doesn't matter where you get ranked. You're getting bounced in the first round because that's the UC way. You can, <laughs> and hey, if I'm not first round, definitely first weekend. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you can win that first one, but you're going home in the, before the first weekend's UC's over. UC's in the tournament, and they're gone. <laughs> that's pretty much almost Almost UC as tournament. fast as a Gordon Hayward Boston day. <laughs> almost. Uh, but here's the the top five in the first. Justin Verlander is fired up right now, and I am fired up for him. Uh, are we Get that man a Kate Upton. I think yeah, he's he's probably still done three for nothing the in the eighth, I believe, uh, with the Astros on top. This could tie up the ALCS, which would be pretty fucking awesome. Yes, three nothing. Middle of the seventh, they're going to the bottom. Awesome, great. Uh, all right, here's the top five in the coaches poll for college basketball in the preseason poll. You got Duke at number one, Michigan State at two, Kansas at three, Kentucky at four, and Arizona at five. Fuck you, Arizona. Sorry, just had to get that out there. More specifically, Sean Miller. Sean Miller, yeah. 
Did, uh, did you see they lost a recruit after the whole scandal? The whole Adidas? no, I didn't. But good for them. Good for that the kid. Whole Adidas scandal. Uh, it was like one of the top recruits in the country. Good for that kid. He was like, where did well, he end up going? I I don't know. He's opened it up oh, again okay. uh, because the rumor is that he benefited from the uh, from the payouts. Hey, folks, so. good for him. He got paid, <laughs> and he's going to a different school. Can't knock the hustle. <laughs> uh, we had a Duke fan in the the Facebook group that flamed out. I made him leave. <laughs> we both kind of did. Oh, did you? I didn't even see any. Mine of was the first comment. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't even think it's saw. I just remember commenting immediately about it. It was just like, uh. Because I said, no, nah, they're not going to win the national championship. They'll hit a skid and Coach K will have another. Oh, injury. that's right. I did see that. <laughs> but that seemed like kind of mild when I just straight up said something. I don't even remember what I said. I think you said, get the fuck out of here. I'm pretty sure is what you said. Yeah. Do you think Duke, uh, let's, let's go this, do you think Duke makes Final Four this year? Uh, I don't know. We made. A, let's make our Final Four picks like we did last year. And that... You ended up having more of the final four than I did, didn't you? Uh no. I think I, I thought you did all I th- four final fours. No, 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 no. I think once we made the tournament <laughs> and we made our bracket picks, but I'm saying if you look Sorry, back Tyler, at Tyler Tyler said closes out a stream. He's a UC fan. He just he just closed out, was like, Yep, I'm done. <laughs> oh, well, fuck you. Um no, I'm saying at the beginning of the year we made picks, not in the pool. In the pool you oh, sucked yeah. a fat one, because that's what you do. But just in general, we at, we made our final four predictions at the beginning of the year, and I think you ended up with two or three it. versus me only having maybe one or something like that. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to make these final four picks, and I'm not going to write anything down, and then I'm going to have to listen back to this episode and be like, who did we pick? So then let's totally do this, because it <laughs> makes you have more work. <laughs> All right, who is your final four? Your way too early final four for this year. Well, just like last year and every year, I, I'll just put Michigan State in there. I have no idea what they look like, <laughs> what's going on. I mean, they're preseason number two. Oh, there you go. So Michigan State, final four. Okay. Um... Man, I'm not going. I went with Duke last year, and then they didn't make the Final Four. Also, fuck Coach K. Yeah. For real, though. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, so I'm not putting Duke in my Final Four. They can eat a dick. Uh, I know who I'm definitely not putting in my Final Four. That's Louisville. Um, <laughs> so I'll go Michigan State, Kentucky. Uh, don't want to go Arizona because fuck Sean Miller. And because they always don't make it. Because <laughs> that's what, it, since he got there, they definitely don't do. Jeez, uh, I struggle to come up with two more. I really haven't looked at the top ten all that much. Do you want me to give know. you the top ten? Yeah, sure. All right. So I can Duke, spitball. Michigan State, Kansas, Kentucky, Arizona, Villanova, Florida, Wichita State. Wichita State's at number eight preseason. That's pretty mm. fucking high. Uh, North Carolina, West Virginia. There's your top ten. Number 11, mm. fucking USC. Yeah, but we know they. Ain't I know they're not doing anything, four. but just, just this but week. But fight on. Just this week, um, fuck USC. Jeez, uh, I, I got Michigan State and Kentucky, and I'll go. I'll put UNC back in there just because they'll find a way to get there. I definitely don't have them winning at all again, but they can get there. And the fourth. <laughs> This is a really good broadcast so far. <laughs> well, because I'm sitting there like, okay, so there'll be one that nobody that we're not even talking about that's not even in the top right ten. So I'm trying to think of like another random school. I don't know. I mean, I mean, in Villanova, I mean, they won it two years ago. They could be right. back in that conversation, but I don't. I mean, they're number six. Yeah, I don't. Jesus. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it, Villanova. Sure. 
which is real shitty of me as a Xavier fan to pick yeah, one it is, of man. You could have picked Xavier. Like, if you're just reaching for a team to throw in, at sure, four, I know I could have picked my own. Picked Xavier, <laughs> but that seems like a homer bitch. A... That seems like a homer bitch move. Fuck yeah, it is. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Who gives a fuck if it's a homer? Yeah, it's a goddamn. Ho- you goddamn right. You ready for my final four? Notre Dame, Xavier, <laughs> <laughs> and who um, else? <laughs> Uh, Youngstown nobody State. Else, nobody else makes it. It's just those two. The first oh, no. unprecedented <laughs> Final Four where there's just two. They canceled it in the other they, two brackets. They were like, "This side of the it's not going to happen. This one, it, this is just the final. This is it." Uh, that's pretty. Uh, no, I'll go Notre Dame. Xavier. Um, no, and um, Louisville will not make it. Tyson, <laughs> I, I mentioned that right away. There's no chance in hell that Louisville is doing anything other than struggling. To all hell, this they're going to be. It's going to be, be bad. I would bet against Louisville, except for those like early season games where you play like the bullshit schools. I'd Once it gets in the conference play, it's going time. to be a shit show. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go Notre Dame, Xavier. Mm, I'll go Kansas and Michigan State. Those are my final four. Solid. Just because. I'm a fucking homer, and I, I'm <laughs> Fair proud <enough>. to admit it. <laughs> better, also, it's a better uh, jumping off point to say, "Well, I'll just make a homer picks later." When yeah, exactly. They never do believe red bets, baby. He's like, oh, I was just being a homer. Ah, they were silly picks. <laughs> uh, Tyler said, "Pick Xavier," so you're automatically wrong. Man, he's bringing the heat because we talk shit about UC. I'm sorry, Tyler. No, I know Xavier it was a guys. joke, Tyson, but it was a really bad one. Do better. Do better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was not. It wasn't aware. I was just saying, like, no. I By the way, we are at uh, we are at thirty one shares. If we have nine more, I got to do a shot of Bailey. So mm. if you get, give him the BD, y'all. On top of that, uh, my shot glass has already had hypnotic in it, so it's going to be Bailey's mixed with hypnotic, which is going to be really disgusting. Yes, so blue if you, Bailey's. If you want to see me throw up on camera, blue Bailey's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. All right, let's talk about these uh, these here baseball games that have been going on. Uh, you got the Dodgers. Hold on, back up real quick, because Rates wanting to try to defend this whole Louisville thing by saying, ah, well, Patino's the only one they lost. I don't give a shit. When you lose the captain of the ship and, and all the shit that surrounds it, it's just too much to deal with. It's just a lot of stuff going Not down. Not only that, you got these guys who are like, do I stay? Do I go? It's too late where I can't really go. Their head's not in it. They're figuring out plans for next year. It's just a it's a shitty situation. I mean, they'll rise above it for some games, but they're not going to rise above it enough to get anywhere. Yeah, they're they're. You know what? I'll even say Louisville may make the tournament. Oh no! I, I fully expect them to make the tournament. Makes the fucking tournament. Yeah. So ninety-eight uh, teams make right, the tournament. Right. So yeah, there'll be one so of them. So Louisville but will be in there, but I I would say they get bounced first weekend. Yeah, they're gone. for sure. There's no way they make a run, and if they do. Rate, I'll let you pick a punishment for me. If Louisville makes it past the first weekend of the tournament, you can fucking ice me or whatever on the show. You also just sealed your fate. Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck it. That's how I do things on this show. Uh, No, Rate, they will not go further than Xavier. Eat a dick. (laughs) He said Xavier and UC. They'll definitely go farther than UC. (laughs) Because UC will probably lose the first day, and then Louisville will lose the second game they play. So, I mean, yeah, all right. Setting the bar real high, getting farther <laughs> than you see. Woo! <laughs> and Tyler just turned the show off again. Uh, no, just kidding. All right. Um, let's talk about baseball. Um, 
playoffs, the Dodgers have punched their ticket. They're in the World Series. Fuck. Which is, uh, I did say they were going to make it. I said they were going to lose to the Indians, but I did have the Dodgers in the World Series. Just throwing that out there, that I at least got something right. Which is why you were talking mad shit earlier. I got something right. Yeah. Doesn't happen often. Give me my moment. That's fine. Thank you. When they uh, lose to the Astros <laughs> on this amazing comeback. I don't give a shit. I, I still will have picked the, the World Series champion from the beginning. Bitch. That's fine. I had them losing to the American League team. Yep. Always a bridesmaid, though, in this bitch. <laughs> don't you forget it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so we've got the Dodgers on one side. And did you think, that, did you think that series was going to be as lopsided as it was? Because mm-hmm. I did not expect it to be. No, but here's the thing. I also feel like, and uh, Cubs fans probably felt the same way, there was a point in the season where it looked like the Cubs – we're just playing so poorly compared to last year that not that they wouldn't make it because the central division was such garbage, but that, that they would get there and just kind of flame out right away. So the fact that they beat the nationals, I thought, eh, you got to feel like you're playing with house money. I guess I still didn't really feel all that great. And I know that I did say about the Dodgers that they look like they were left for dead at one point two, but giving, given the option of picking one of the two, I probably would have gone Dodgers just because, they were the better team all year. Yeah, I mean, I I figured the Dodgers would win the series, but I did not expect it to be. It was an a it was a much sweep. Well, and it was in much more dominating fashion. All those games that crazy. they won, they weren't close. Yes, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. Did you see the uh, the Chicago Transit Authority had posted some signs on the uh, the L train that was like? There's always last year. No, no, but there that's, were T-shirts those are for the great. always last year. Those that's, are fantastic. I was gonna say I would need one of those if I was a Cubs fan. Uh, no, the the Chicago Transit Authority put up posters on the trains that said the Chicago Cubs, one L of a team. <laughs> <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, it was a total play on so so the L train, but so uh, harsh though after being World Series champs, right? Just out here exactly just on them. Uh, they took less shit when they were lovable losers <laughs> than they did. <laughs> After defending the title, go figure. But everybody was like, and this was during the series, like during the series against the Dodgers, that this ad campaign came out, and everybody was like, "What the fuck are you doing? Take these down right now!" <laughs> and the the CTA was like, uh, "We did it last year too, and they won the World Series. Like, get off our backs." But <laughs> Chicago was ready to burn those motherfuckers to the ground. <laughs> I'll never take the L ever again, <laughs> even though it's the only way to get even around the I city. Have to. <laughs> Take it everywhere. <laughs> um, Tyson wants to know if we can work on our eye line for the split screen. God damn it. Tyson, we're just fucking starting this shit, man. Always with the technical bullshit. <laughs> Can't please everyone. Here, I'll just do this. <laughs> and is I'll that do this. How's cre- that, Tyson? Less creepy. How creepy is this for you, just Tyson? Less That's got to be just super stare weird. at the camera. <laughs> I, don't, I can't do that. God damn it. No. All right. Uh, also, apologies to everybody listening to this on the audio. That's what, that was my first thought, too. Was, <laughs> and everybody listen to the pod, ignore the fact that you can't see us staring into the camera. Uh, anyway, so that series was a, a big snooze fest. Um, I mean, they did have some good... St- there was the walk-off home run. Um, For right? what? Turner? Series? What you talking about? The oh, Dodgers oh Cubs. the Dodgers-Cubs? Yeah. There was the walk-off home run. There was, it was, I guess there were some games that were entertaining, but... Uh, for the most part, never felt like the Cubs were going to win that series. Yeah, it was kinda after the first game, <laughs> right? <laughs> it was, and Kershaw, who usually flames out in the postseason, has been the best pitcher on the planet again, which is surprising, man. It's very surprising. I actually thought they would lose the game last night because he was starting. I was like, oh, this is where the real Ker- postseason Clayton Kershaw shows up, and they end up. Like, and then I woke up and 
Oh nope, they lost to eight to one. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Completely off base in that assumption. <laughs> forget I forget I thought it. But yeah, so then you know, then on the other side, it's New York and Houston, and here we are again with another two zero lead that could potentially the, be yeah. pissed away. Luckily, Houston is in the lead right now to, to but potentially tie this up. But they were in the lead up. the other night and fucked it I know. Away I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I know. And so I just don't want to get too far ahead There's of myself because, again, went to bed thinking, ah, they got this. Woke up. <laughs> they lost. <laughs> there was only six more outs to get. Can I be honest, man? Part of me. No. Part you of me. You say it. We're done. Just don't finish that sentence. I just want to hear the rant. That would come from oh, it. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going to go. No, I just want to I hear... thought you were going to say, Ooh, part of me is pretty high. No, part of me just wants to hear the rant if the oh. Astros blow this and, yeah. <laughs> and the Yankees win this I'm going to go the Cause, fuck off. Because this time my dad won't be there to steal most of your thunder. Like, it'll just be pure venom coming from you. There won't be that um, that buffer where people are like, yeah, that was a good rant. Than a Vic rant, but it was a good rant. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't want to have to do it. Let's just put it that way. I, I agree. I, I don't, don't want to have to be faced with the the idea that it's either going to be L.A. or New York winning, but I really have to pull for the Dodgers, meaning that you know they have to be World Series. Because I, I don't like the Dodgers at all. Yeah, I'm not I, a, so I don't want to have to see them win. If the Astros win, it's an easy route for me to root for Houston all the way. Like, well, and you no, said it before. Like Houston is that's the team that the Braves are. They were the Astros a few years ago. Yes. You know, so this is and as a Reds fan, I'm in that same boat. Like we are that well in the that Astros rebuilding fan, phase. Astros just give you hope if you're if yeah. you're down and out that it can be completely deconstructed and built all the way back up to a World Series contender. I mean yeah. that that's amazing what Houston has done. And I mean, they gutted them and were losing 100 games plus for what, two or three years there? They were my favorite part of the NL Central when they were in the NL Central because it was just a guaranteed sweep. Yeah. I'm and like, so. Great. Here comes Houston. <laughs> Fat girl time. It's the slump buster. <laughs> we're, we're getting back on track after this Fat Houston. Girl time. Wow. Yeah. I mean, this slump anyway, buster. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> after you said it, okay, I got it. But at first, it was just like, Fat girl time. Huh? <laughs> You're looking forward to Fat girl time? Time, rubbing the way, your palms together for fat girl time. <laughs> By the huh? way, if we ever get a oh, goddamn it solo home run Fuck. from the Yankees, Aaron Judge, this no. motherfucker, this motherfucker has realized he could play baseball again. Aaron Judge like was silent in that series against the Indians. They win the series, but he was what one for the series. I hate this dude. <laughs> He's the new Jeter, light skin motherfucker. <laughs> If I, th- you know why they can't win? Because I can't hear one more goddamn <laughs> all rise. <laughs> no more of this bullshit. God. All right, let's not let's let's not talk about this. We're hoping that the Astros win this series. Uh, if they win tonight, it's going to force a game seven, and then butt cheeks really clench <laughs> for one Scott Kaiser. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even give a shit about the Astros, but New York being just. An accidental shot away from the World Series again. Right. You don't want, yeah, you don't want any part of that. None. Uh, None. I, I want to talk about this real quick because this was a story that came out, and I know this was one, and I'm, I'm bummed that I haven't seen Smitty in there, but uh, we do have some people that care about soccer. 
This week it was announced that the Columbus crew is looking <laughs> to relocate. Jonathan Stewart nailed it. He said that Aaron Judge looks like a tall dude that should be right in the short bus. <laughs> Facts. Uh, and so uh, it was announced this week Columbus crew from the MLS is looking to relocate to Austin. They want a new stadium, and if they don't get it, they're moving the team after next season to Austin, which people in Cincinnati got really excited for. Because they were like, huh, I brought great. this up. I brought this up on here, Cincinnati, and I was wondering what your thoughts were on this. Because my immediate thoughts were, this ain't good for Cincinnati. No, it's <laughs> awful for Cincinnati. <laughs> and and, and I kept seeing people who thought, oh, this is great. This is gonna be our no. thing. And I'm like, you you aren't looking at the big picture, are you? So I get that. Like people are like, well, now there's a vacuum in Ohio yep. that they might yeah. want to. But nope. that's you also are now one of the big draws to bring an FC Cincinnati into the MLS was you had the natural rivalry with Columbus Crew, right. in-state rivalry, the I seventy one battle. That's gone now. You don't have that. So okay, mm-hmm. you've got the Ohio market, you got this Midwest corner, but they're gone. The thing that scares the shit out of me is maybe voters are going to realize. We don't need to have another stadium deal to have a team hold Cincinnati hostage and eventually try to move. Crew Stadium was built in 1999, so it's like less than 20 years old, which I, I know it's kind of old. Don't ask the Braves because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's ancient. That's kind of old in, in stadium, especially in the MLS. But at the same time, man, like they want a downtown stadium in Columbus. Where the fuck are you going to put it? Like there's there's nowhere to put that. Here's the other thing that that kept coming up to me. Crew is saying that they're dwindling attendance throughout the years, which is fucking nuts because they won the MLS Cup a few years ago, came in second uh, a couple years after that. So they're a good team, and they're losing fan base. What the fuck's going to happen in Cincinnati? Because we are a front-running fucking city here in Cincinnati. (laughs) And as soon as FC Cincinnati starts losing, those, those fans are gone. Well, taking all that out, my first thought was, as I hear this, wait a minute. So you're telling me that Cincinnati fans are getting excited about their prospects when an original founding member in the MLS, a city in their team, couldn't hold it? And now a Johnny-come-lately team is all of a sudden going to get a stadium and the results, when you look 10 years into the future, are going to be any different exactly like that would be That's my immediate thought is like, oh my god this actually means we're probably screwed because they're going to look at it and think eh, columbus is right up the road they couldn't hold it and then I mean, over time lost interest yeah the interest is at an all-time high in cincinnati but what happens in a few years exactly. and then where, we're, where are we like, they're leaving again and doesn't <laughs> the question was asked down here in cincinnati doesn't texas have like four other mls teams already well here's the other thing too crew is saying they're they were one of the big things is they have to compete with Ohio State. They're the what? only other the only other professional team in Columbus is the Blue Jackets. So you have the Blue Jackets and the crew are your pro teams that you're competing against for viewership. But during this, but like, they're not. I know, but Columbus, Ohio State is a whole different fucking. No, area. no, no. no I understand. Point that. being, that's point fine. Being, you're you're looking at moving to Austin, where Texas is. You think those fans are less rabid about Texas right. than Ohio State fans? And no, they also the have the exact same fucking situation. They also have the Cowboys exactly. and all that and other and shit Yeah, so right not there. only are you competing against UT for attention from UT, but you're also competing against right. Dallas yeah, and yeah, yeah. Houston and all, all the pro teams that are down there. Like, yeah. 
It's the dumbest I like the dumbest call out that I've ever well, that's, seen. Well, that's why it's bullshit because it's but, just about money. With that being said, FC Cincinnati also has to compete against the Reds. They got to compete against the Bengals. They got to compete against Xavier. Well, every UC. franchise or you know every sports franchise is competing technically against the ones in their city, but. I never really think of it as competition. That's why the, well, we got to compete with Ohio State thing is kind of weird because it's not as if you're playing games at the exact same time in the exact same sport. I mean, either you're a soccer fan or you're not. So it's yeah. not really, you don't have Ohio State fans who are sitting there like, oh my God, there's a game against, you know, there's the Michigan game this weekend, but oh, gee, we're also playing uh, Winchester in uh, soccer. Right now. <laughs> This is a tough one. I got to choose. <laughs> like, they're not the same fans. I mean, that, but the point being, if there's a game on Saturday, well, yeah, yeah, going to the Ohio State game. But okay, you but, will have no attendance at that crew game because they're going to the Ohio State. Absolutely, game. Absolutely, but again, the fan bases generally don't bleed over. Like soccer fans usually aren't hardcore football fans. That's true. So there, it's there's not that. But again, how often are they? Are any either of those teams like? Very, I'd I'd love to see the the last ten years of times that those two teams played at the exact same time. Right. I I mean, I feel like even if hey, they both have games on Saturday, one's slotted earlier or later than the other. Uh, There's, I would be plumb shocked if they're saying they're competing. Like that's just a weird. That seems like an excuse to me. But it's an attendance thing. It's not so much the viewership. Who gives a shit? No, no, no. I know, but going to the game. I understand that. But again, it seems weird to me. It seems like a a a cheap out to say, yeah, we're competing with Ohio State, and that's that's why we're struggling. I don't really think so. I mean, I feel like Ohio State or no Ohio State, you just would be struggling. Well, that's the and that's the crazy thing, and that's what I think. FCC fans need to realize if you really do support this team, you better keep supporting them because Columbus had some rabid fans. Like, right. I've got buddies who are all in on Columbus crew. And if, if that fandom is waning, that's likely going to happen to FC Cincinnati. I know it's the, the big thing right now and everybody wants to be in the Bailey and everybody wants to go see FC Cincinnati games. But are you going to want to do that when the ticket <laughs> prices are double? Columbus cheers for losers. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jonathan where he's had more like the Columbus boo. That's, that's pretty solid. I <laughs> didn't see that. That's a, that's a slick burn. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't think Cincinnati, fan, Cincinnati sports fans are going to continue to support FC Cincinnati if tickets are double, yeah. concessions are no, double, the, if the stadium is costing a, them money in their taxes. It's a super slippery slope because it's easy to support the cute up-and-coming franchise that is outplaying its You can support them because slotting. it's $10 to go to the right. game. Well, and then that's what I'm saying. And again, they're, do, they're winning all these games. That they're, you yeah. know, they're not expected to win. And, and excitement even, is at right. an all-time high. They're not even winning. Like The team is kind of garbage this year. Like they were fighting for a playoff spot. They had the great run in the Open Cup tournament. And right. That's what everybody remembers. I'm fucking shit up here. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what everybody remembers is that they beat Chicago Fire, they beat Columbus right. Crew. That's all anybody thinks about. That's one tournament. Try playing those guys every fucking game. Yeah. You can't beat the USL teams. No, I mean, I like I said, as soon as I heard the news, I thought oh, that kind of puts the nail in the coffin for Cincinnati. I and that was I don't think they get it. I really did, did think I, I thought it was an a super uphill struggle that I didn't think that they would win ultimately anyway, because I just think that if it came down to, Hey voters, you're going to pay for this. The the answer would be no. After all the bad stadium deals in the city, I would hope so, but I don't, well, I don't know. I don't, I I just, the voters. That's, 
and that's fair too. But I just felt like if it came down to that, they would say no. And again, that was before Columbus left. Now, I think the MLS just looks elsewhere. I don't. I don't. Don't yeah, know I don't why they would. They would be clamoring to get into a worse situation than they had in Columbus. It'd be different if there'd be a huge TV market to pick up, but yeah, there's no, really there's not. nothing. So you're not gaining anything by coming to Cincy. Yep. It's a cute story. I'll give them that. <laughs> I'll still, I'll still go to FCC games, and like I, still, you know, will still say, you know, hey, that's great for them. Whatever they're doing, me and all the white people hanging out at the FCC games. <laughs> you want to talk about white motherfuckers? That stadium is filled with white motherfuckers during <laughs> FCC games. It is. They they had a promotion one night. It was the whiteout, and I just laughed. I was like, of course it is. Every <laughs> game is. <laughs> What, are we all taking off our shirts? What is happening here? Well, it would be extra whiter if you were, though, <laughs> so there's that. All right, let's talk about football because uh, we got to get into the picks for this week. we got to talk lose about losers. Yes, we got to talk about lose-losers. Um, big slate of college football games. Actually, there's really just two good games this weekend. Uh, you got Michigan-Penn State, which is a big deal for the Big Ten, especially since Ohio State is still lingering for both of those teams. And then the other top 25, top 15 matchup is Notre Dame-USC in South Bend at night. Very reminiscent of the Bush Bush. <laughs> like I have flashbacks to the Bush Bush for, uh, for this game. Although, just before the show started, I didn't mention this to you. Somebody, I don't know who retweeted it because I'm not following the guy who has my last name that plays for the Browns. Um, <laughs> but he uh, had tweeted out, hey, remember the last time uh, UNC was in Notre Dame? And he showed where Will Fuller just burned past the, and I don't know who the USC cornerback was that he burned past, but apparently the USC DB went up and shook his hand or whatever, and then <laughs> Will Fuller just took <laughs> off and went past him after that. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Notre Dame did win that game. All right. Home run, Jose Altuve. <laughs> Woo! Um, anyway. Um, Notre Dame has had success against USC recently. Well, yeah. And so it's not, again, and this is all goes to the whole you know, as much as I joke and have, you know, this isn't this isn't the USC teams that Pete Carroll was running that had that were running out nineteen all pros right. everywhere. And so this is just as much a rivalry game as any other. And so you kind of toss the shit out. And I mean, to be honest with you, I didn't realize Notre Dame was ranked thirteen because yeah, the, I feel like seeing your timeline and in my in my feed would suggest that they were doing much worse. And I just know that at this point, if you're not in the conversation for the top four, which I know Notre Dame is not yet, then, it, well, yeah, but I'm just saying, by beating USC, that doesn't pro- no, propel but them. The back the, half I, of their I know that they could is... still technically get in there, but I'm saying, as of right now, for the most part in yeah. this year, they have not been in the conversation for that Final Four. And if you're not, then to me, you're just on the outside looking in, and I right. just don't really think too much about you because uh, I'm not a super college football fan. Right. But when I looked up and saw, wait, this is 13 versus 16? Yeah, they've very... It's actually, like, they've not very a bad matchup. And that's not, been those, those rankings aren't that far apart where you're like, oh, well, USC should easily well, win And USC game. started off with high expectations. They were, like, top five to start the and year. And I think it all comes down to Darnold. Like, that's that's the only reason yeah. I think that anybody really thinks, oh, yeah, USC's got this game as best of Darnold. But if you took Darnold out, well, I, don't, I don't know I mean, that USC one, would be all that... 
Notre Dame's Notre Dame secondary is not good. It's never like it hasn't been good in years. Their cornerbacks are slow. I couldn't uh, I couldn't tell you the last cornerback that I could remember that came out of USC or that came out of Notre Dame. Like as far as a NFL prospect, uh, not not a cornerback, but uh, their their big safety that came out, which I still oh, fucking understand. Yeah, is Harrison Smith who has become an all-pro for the Vikings. And I once wished that every one of his kids (laughs) would have horrible... Because he he was awful. He was awful. Well, then there was the other one, the dude that I didn't like, that was there during the uh, Samarja years. That went in the... And he hasn't been all that great. He played for the Ravens for a little bit. He was the one that... Was he a boxer? Oh, Zibikowski. Yes, Zibikowski. Who was he? Was really good as a yeah. safety there. Yeah, and yeah. Name wise, but and then I mean he went to the NFL. whatever. But those are the only couple the, I guess that have made the NFL. Notre really, Dame secondary just hasn't. And those had are both the, safeties. They've so. never had the speed to keep up with USC, and I think that's always been their downfall when they play mm-hmm. them. Uh, and and this year, so this year they've been quietly climbing back up. They lost their only losses to Georgia, who's a top five team, which is now I was gonna say, which is now a really and good they loss lost by one. So right. they hung in there with Georgia. Granted, it's at home and there's all that other shit. But anyways. I don't feel good about this game, but I also <laughs> of course you don't. I know. don't feel good about any Notre Dame game anymore. I I am the Notre Dame fan that is just waiting for the other shoe to drop. The 2012 when they went undefeated, every time they won, I was like, "Yeah, but wait till next week. <laughs> they're gonna fuck it up next week. One of these weeks, they're gonna fuck it up. Do you just wait?" And then it, it got to the Alabama game in the national championship. I was like, "See, I told you." <laughs> They just had to fuck it up now. I told you it was coming eventually. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was like my. I was just waiting. To for be that. fair, I'm about that. I'm like that about all my teams ever. I'm just jaded. Period. Yeah. So I, I totally I understand no exactly faith. where you're coming. I have from. no faith in Notre but Dame I winning this actually, game. Actually, I wouldn't be surprised if they win. I was gonna say, but I have I no faith in them winning. Actually, like Notre Dame in this game a little bit. I know that that's probably not. What you wanting to hear? Note to self: uh, Mark that as an edit point. That's going to be the drop for next week. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, win, win or lose? <laughs> yep, that's going to be the drop forever. Scott <laughs> likes Notre Dame in a game. Let's get to lose losers. Who <laughs> <laughs> lose? Uh, just real quick before we go. Last week was another fucking bloodbath. Oh my picks. god! And I didn't feel any better this week picking the nope, game. It was it was <laughs> none awful. better. And uh, Lou actually jumped. Out. I think Lou's in second place now. In the, that motherfucking in the dog shot up the rankings. You want to talk about quietly climbing? I was going to say and calling a fucking comeback. Wasn't he way he down there way for a little while? There, there were a lot of people talking shit about Lou. Well, like, and then oh, I looked up last him? week and I'm like, Number all two. right, Yukani's y- 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 still up there. Uh, that's fine. Sillery is still up there. Wait, Lou the dog is now Number above two. me? Number two. And I, I obviously, took over Sillery. My focus has been, uh, I got to get to Mike. Got to get to Mike. <laughs> At least got to get to Mike. And, but also trying to get you know into the top. Did finally tie you this week, we're so tied. we're, we're, we're back are, even. Yep, it's a, but a still, to see Lou the dog now ahead of me as well, uh, there's constantly been at least four or five people above me all season, and that's annoying. I'm not going to lie. I'm very nervous that Lou said it's going to be a canine-inspired punishment <laughs> if he beats us, <laughs> and I don't like the sounds of that. I hope you have to let all. a dog lick peanut butter off your asshole or something along those lines. I'm fine with that. I don't want to like have to sniff your ass or something. That's also, <laughs> you're all right with that? Just a random dog. All right, let's get in a lose lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right, the Astros are scoring more runs. Hey, 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 y'all. It's Lou the dog back again with your favorite call. It's official. These picks are pure gold. I've hit four in a row, so you best stay in the fold. Last week, I made 
Scott and Mike look dumb. I tried to tell you guys Coach Ramrod is no bum. <laughs> this week we visit Happy Valley in South Bend. The losers may see their title hopes end. I can't wait. I'm jacked. I'm pumped up. Like when I got my first taste of peanut butter as a pup. I don't care if you sit, stand, or kneel. Just pay attention. These picks are a steal. <laughs> Game number one, Michigan at Penn State. This is not the first time these two have been featured, and there is no doubt Harbaugh will be dressed like a teacher. Mr. Packy and company come to town. They need a win or their title hopes go down. The Wolverines boast a top 10 D, but can they slow down Saquon Barkley? Penn State's back leads the nation in all-purpose yards, but so far it's been against defenses the likes of my cards. This matchup amounts to a real tough pop quiz. If he passes this one, the Heisman Trophy is his. 106,000 inside Happy Valley will be all whited out, and you can bet they know how to shout. They will have revenge on their mind after a butt-whooping last year. If you're a fan of UM, this one is to fear. But I think Harbaugh will have his boys ready and 10 points is a safe bet. Old Lou sees this one as a good old-fashioned upset. Lou's loser, Rook, Penn State, 19-24. to Wow. Game number two, USC at Notre Dame. An age-old rivalry takes place when USC visits Notre Dame. This one should be one hell of a game. The winner will have the playoffs in their sights. T-Swift's new song just isn't quite right. The stakes are as high as they have been in a while, and this one will be played with plenty of style. The Trojans QB is a guy named Darnold, but I, for one, am not yet sold. He throws it a lot to the other team, and the hype, I think, is more of a dream. Brian Kelly has the Irish playing well, and since they pray a lot, they won't go to hell. (laughs) This one is very tough to pick. I've been thinking about it a lot while I chew on my stick. (laughs) <laughs> there will be a lot of action and plenty of points scored. Tune in to NBC at 7.30 and you won't be bored. At the end of the day, it's the home team that will make the last play. Lose, loser, rip! USC, 34-38. Thank you, Lou, for, <laughs> for another fantastic picks. Uh, <laughs> another fantastic picks? Another round of fantastic picks is what yeah, I tried to say. Fair enough. Uh, but, uh, I know words. I have the best words. <laughs> yeah. Lou's got USC losing to Notre Dame 38-34, and he has Penn State losing to Michigan 24-19. Look, I told you before the, the before the dog came on and made his shit uh, that I kind of tend to lean a little bit Notre Dame, which hurts so much to say. <laughs> again, as long as they don't end up on the final floor, I don't really care. But then again, eh, you know. It'd be funny to see the anguish on your face when they get trounced again by somebody <laughs> in the SEC again. Um, but no, I do think that they can win this game. It's at home. It's at night. I, I I really do think that USC is a little bit of fool's gold. I don't I don't trust him, man. I yeah. There's something about like he mentioned. There's something about Darnold that I'm not completely sold on. Maybe it's just because all the hype, and I just doesn't. He just looks. Good, not great. I don't know. I, I can't really put my finger on it. I just know that when I look at USC ever since Pete Carroll left, they just haven't been the same. And so no, they, they really giving haven't. them the benefit of the doubt to me has always been 
a, a loser's bet because every year it seems like they either ascend to this place where everybody's back on board and then lose and it's like oh yeah that's right or they start really high and then lose something and everybody's like yeah that's right yeah. so this to me totally screams but that's Notre where Dame. that's why i feel notre dame is in this place where if you look at who notre dame's beat michigan state yeah, but playing at home, rivalry game. I know. The I one know, point but loss I'm, to Georgia, a really good Georgia team. I mean, I... Uh, but that's the thing. They're, and that seems like it's every fucking year with Notre Dame. Their best win is don't a get, close loss. I was going to say, don't get me like, wrong. That's this what kills me about most, most cheering likely, for Notre Dame. I was going to say, most likely, they'll end up losing this game. And they'll be like, all right, well, that's Notre Dame. That's under Brian Kelly. That's just how it goes. Yep. But I don't know. This is the one time, honest to God, this is the one time... In a game like this that I don't feel like Notre Dame's going to just get completely embarrassed. I, I mean, that like I think it'll they, be close. I was going to say, if they way. lose, I don't expect it to be one of those, ha ha, Notre Dame got fucked up type <laughs> games. Like, it'll be like, oh, I, I kind of feel a little bit shitty, but only for Mike. I don't care about Notre Dame. It's <laughs> fucked up. Well, th- both of those games are in the pick'em this week because those are the two best college football games. So if you haven't made your picks yet, and there are a lot of people, first of all, if you haven't made your picks yet, make your goddamn picks because people are fucking this up for you. If you don't make your picks, you get one less than the lowest score. And I think the last two weeks, the lowest score has been two. Ooh. So if you've missed like the last two weeks, now is where you're starting to fall. You're getting a point. In almost impossibly behind. Yeah. Because let me tell you. Trying to climb back up to catch Mike for the last couple of weeks, and and oh, and I was never more than what two games out behind you, yeah. I think. But even still, it's like okay, so I have to be two games better than him. It, trying to be one week, that's tough to do to try to because generally we have about the same picks. So you're looking at like one or two shots, and we're probably gonna split one of those, and and then the other one like maybe I get, but then the one week. I gained ground, and then the f- the very next week I lost ground. So it, could, it, it, it like it's really hard to. You got to make sure up. you're you're picking every week. Last week was your best chance to to gain some ground, and I was so because mad because I had a chance to really push back had, up to the I top. I won three games. That was it. I picked three games correctly, <sighs> and I, I I I talked. I told you about that damn Steelers game. Talked myself out of it. And, I, I, you know, I don't give a shit if anybody believes me, but I, honest to God, up until 12.58, and I don't know, I couldn't remember when the picks locked for whatever reason. I thought it was <laughs> 1 o'clock. But at 12.58, I switched. You're just setting an arbitrary time. I, I couldn't head. remember. I was like, yeah, it's 1 o'clock, right? And even though that's when the NFL game starts. I was like, yeah, I don't really know. But at 12.58, I switched off of the Rams and went Jaguars because that was the other one that I kept, kept yeah. going back and forth. And sure enough, the Rams won, and I thought, "Fuck! I had I won. I I I, I talked myself into the Steelers and and went through why it could happen, and then didn't pick them, and then had the damn Rams on there and changed it and lost those. So those those were two games yeah. that I could have been. The I'm tied with you. Could have been two ahead. Yeah, and would have looked like a goddamn savant this week <laughs> while everybody else was shitting the bed, and instead I was just right there in the middle of the pack with everybody else. Yeah. Yeah, rough. So happy to tie you, but upset that, you know, I could have been that much closer to the very top. I was the same way, though, with that Pittsburgh-KC game. Like, I thought for sure. I thought for sure Pittsburgh was going to win it, and then I was like, no. 
No, I don't. Don't do this to yourself, Mike. You're overthinking this shit. Just go with what you're. Well, I, I just I know it was for me. It was I was trying to think they'll win this game because all of the Cincinnati fans are thinking that they'll lose to the best team and they're on the road and all those. Yep. And the Cincinnati fans wanted something to get really jacked about heading into this week's <laughs> Pittsburgh Cincinnati match thinking, oh, we got this. This this is the most vulnerable they've ever been and when we're playing them and it matters. And so in my mind, I'm like, no, no, that's why Pittsburgh will win this game because it actually has nothing to do with KC. It has everything to do with the following week yeah. and the fact that they got embarrassed. And, you know, Ben doesn't throw five picks every week, and everybody was really down on him. And I know they had a lot of turmoil. I was even down on him. It did seem like everything was in disarray, and that makes for... But I still said, well, I could see them winning this game because this is the type of rebound game that they win. And, and that's it's and, what and, they I, do. Like, yeah, that and then I talked to myself. Had I can 100% guarantee you this. Had that game been in Pittsburgh, I would have went Pittsburgh. The road... The fact that they were the road team tilted it, and in the fact Casey is a tough place to go in and yeah. and win, even though Pittsburgh did it in the playoffs just last year. So again, <laughs> history said Pittsburgh was the easy pick, and that didn't go with it. But that was a, that was a fluke last right, year, right? But I mean, it just it was it was really hard to pick against a five and O team playing at home. I mean, right. against a team that looked like well, dog the, shit the week before. Like the, yeah. as much as I said, oh, Pittsburgh can win this game, blah 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 blah. When it came down to it, I'm like. Yeah, Casey will win this. <laughs> All right, so this week, Pittsburgh and Bengals, um, that's going to be a, a hotly contested one. Uh, do you think the Bengals have any shot in this game? Any shot? Yeah, because, again, I mean, I I hate saying it, but, I mean, these rivalry games, and it's different in the NFL because there are so very few rivalry games, but this is this is genuinely one. And, I mean, Pittsburgh doesn't dominate these games. Everybody thinks that they will. But if you look, Pittsburgh usually wins, but it's on a final drive. It's on a final play. Bengals do something to shoot themselves. It always comes down to the last series or the last few series in those games. I think Pittsburgh wins, but I'm only giving them the advantage because they're at home. That's that's about it. That's a three-point swing. I mean... I'm not sitting here saying the Bengals got no shot. They definitely have a shot, and I wouldn't be shocked if the Bengals won, but I'm definitely picking Pittsburgh to win this game. I mean, yeah, as a Bengals fan, I can't I can't pick the Bengals. Yeah, I, I I mean, I'm just you know, it's a, if anybody's out there with real, you know, balls trying to get back in the picture, if you're just like, "All right, I'm so far behind, I need to start throwing up Hail Marys. Let me pick opposite of the people ahead of me," which I mean, you at some point you may have to do if you want to get back into yeah. it. I mean, this is a good game to go, oh, well, I'm going to pick Cincinnati because there will be a lot of people picking Pittsburgh. Like last week. Was it this past week? What was the game that only one person picked It was uh, correctly? the Michigan State-Michigan game. Ah, yeah. It was one one person picked Michigan State. Mm. I was looking at it. I was like, oh, good. Everybody picked Michigan Even though Who the fuck picked Michigan State? <laughs> even though it. I said, again, that was the exact same thing with and Pittsburgh. I, even... I, talk, I, so I told you. I was like, oh, it's... This is the type of game because yep. it's a, and you were like, no, it doesn't matter. Well, that's because Notre Dame beat the shit out of Michigan State. I was like, this team is garbage. But then when you know rivalry, rivalry, rivalry games happen, rivalry, 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 Wed Wubba Wooster, rivalry. I'm fucked up. <laughs> Drew wanted to know if you missed the shot of Smurf piss. You sure did, buddy. You are waiting. I am a white motherfucker this week. Um, Didn't know Tevin Campbell. <laughs> 
Come on. Who Do you still know Tevin Campbell? No. I would have to look him up and be like, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I totally, I, I bet you'll hear that song later and be like, ah, oh, damn it. I know this song. As <laughs> soon as you leave, I'm going to, I just tried to, I don't know how to spell Tevin Campbell. I just tried to Google you it. white motherfucker. I just tried to Google it and Google basically was like, did you mean Stephen Campbell? <laughs> Ouch. If you're Tevin Campbell, that one hurts. Google was like, you white motherfucker, you probably meant Steve Campbell. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't mean We've Tevin. seen your search history. <laughs> yeah. You didn't mean Tevin Campbell. All right. Before we get too far off, um, do we want to talk MLB's bullshit? I would love to talk MLB's bullshit expansion. Oh, God. Idiots. 34 shares, by the way. If we get six more, I got to do a shot of Bailey's. So. All right. Well, this is going to... It's gonna wind down the show. If you guys want to like like share, last. this is the time to share, right? Because I'm about to go in. Scotty doesn't know. What's this gonna is happen. Scotty doesn't know, <laughs> and it's being brought to you by Alworks Pumpkin Beer. <laughs> so this fucking week, dumbass MLB is at it again. They're talking about expanding, which this isn't the first time since the last time they expanded in '98 <laughs> when the Diamondbacks and Devil Rays joined. But here we are. In 2017, and their most recent buffoonery comes afoot. So, uh, I think it was Baseball America this week had an article about how it's been discussed. And not only did they discuss it, they also talked about realignment. Yes. So, they're thinking about adding two more teams. Fucking stupid. <laughs> and this radical realignment, which would just throw everything into disarray. The basic, <clears throat> basic premise is that there's too much travel and, you know, they want to keep it more regional, blah, 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 blah. Who gives a shit about that? I'm open up to bringing <laughs> greenies back if it means that these motherfuckers will stop bitching about, you know, traveling cross country. You got guaranteed contracts. Shut the fuck up about how much you got to <laughs> sit on a plane and then play, you know, jet lagged. Any fucking way. So I thought Rob was good to go. Ever since he took over for that dumbass Bud Selig, seemingly everything's been good. I haven't had many complaints about Rob, but if this one actually comes to fruition, it'll it'll not only add more teams, which is fucking dumb, it, it, it would dissolve the, the way that they've proposed to do the fucking divisions. It would dissolve the National and AL, it would, as we know them. Like, in the article, it's basically like, nobody's talking about the fact that the DH would either become universal or disappear. Yup. Because this, re, <laughs> this radical redesign yep. would... Get rid of both the leagues. You just have all these divisions. So fuck that for one. Because if the DH takes over, we talked about it multiple times on this show. Fuck that. That's not baseball. <laughs> and then on top of that, expansion. Are you fucking kidding me? Have you seen the Reds rotation this year? Uh, if you haven't, yes. go look at maybe one of the other non-playoff teams and tell me, who are the aces in the fucking league anymore? When we were growing up, Randy Johnson, Pedro Martinez. It's seemingly every team had at least one guy that you considered an ace. Now, obviously, some teams, like the fucking Yankees, which is why we hate them, <laughs> had five or six aces on their damn team. Uh, but, hey, it was there was the ability to fucking do that. We live in an age now where, seriously, more than half the league farms fucking, or fields <laughs> goddamn Second and third starters as their aces. So you're telling me we're going to add two more teams and dilute the talent pool even further? 
this fucking league need to be contracted <laughs> at least five years ago. And trust me, I was all on board with fucking Diamondbacks and, and Devil Rays. About five years into that experiment, I realized there's not enough fucking talent to go around. <laughs> there's some real shit teams out there. Ah, granted, if you draft well and wait about five years and want to be the Astros, that's ah, all well and good, and that's a story that everybody can get on board with. But for the most fucking part, who the hell wants to have their fucking team in purgatory for five goddamn years? Nobody. And that's what you face. Outside of the big markets, the other, like, three-fourths of the goddamn league has no hope. And by adding two They're more garbage. teams. Yeah. You know, this is the league where the, the teams really are garbage. Because while there may be the playoff pool that legit has a shot, Everybody that didn't make the playoffs probably had none. Absolutely none. And, I mean, it really comes down to pitching. Pitching is the main reason. There is just not enough to fucking go around. And you're telling me, let's add two more teams. No, fuck that, Rob. Don't do Rob. it. <laughs> do Rob. not do not expand. <laughs> not only should you not expand, you should contract. And I'm telling you, in, in a sport that's already dying, adding two more teams is just going to speed that shit up. <laughs> and they're talking about putting him in Portland. Who the fuck wants a professional <laughs> franchise in Portland? How the hell they've con- they've held on to the Blazers all these years is anybody's guess. I hope there's a lot of bike parking for that. Has <laughs> to <stadium>. be. <laughs> but goddamn, you're worried about travel and you're going to add Portland to the list? <laughs> People already bitch about how often Seattle has to be on the the fucking docket. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with expansion. Cut that Shit, there's no way that MLB needs to expand. This has been Scotty Doesn't Know for this week. MLB expansion. And I love baseball. Realignment. But God. Everything. Everything about this whole proposal is fucking absurd. I don't, I, I don't hate the idea of doing away with American and National League. I don't hate it. Because I, I hate interleague play. I think it's stupid. Yeah, but under the just thing, it wouldn't do. It wouldn't get rid of it. It would just make teams play less frequently. There would still be no, I know, but, inner league or but I inner, like, and like everybody would play. Everybody. I like the idea. It would essentially become the NFL, where I, even though there's two conferences, everybody plays yeah, everybody. I like far. the idea of the Reds and the Indians being in the same division. Basically, look, I'm all for realignment of certain teams. Like geographically, I'm. I don't have a problem with that, but I also don't have a problem with. Or, I, but I do have a problem with there not being two separate leagues. If you want to say that Cleveland and Cincinnati are in the same and then they end up in the same league, fine. But I don't want there to be... I, I just don't want there to be a fucking universal DH. Fuck that shit. <laughs> That's I mean, what it comes down yeah, to. Because you to know what? If they league. said tomorrow they were going to dissolve the DH, they'd be like, yeah, it's about time. Universal. Everybody's on the same playing field. Perfectly fine. But you get rid of the DH, or you keep the DH, and you can go fuck yourself with that shit. It's not baseball. Ah, shit. I love Scotty Doesn't Know. That's my new favorite segment on Unbelievable. this Unbelievable. I, I mean, as much as I like White Motherfucker, Scotty Doesn't Know is I can't believe... Time. Like, seriously, though. We have 39 shares. Somebody fucking share this. I'm out of beer. I want a shot of Bailey's at this point. <laughs> like, I, I don't have anything left to drink, so fuck it. Somebody that's but, watching this, share real, this so that we get to 40, please. Real quick, though. I mean, just to wrap this whole thing up, it, it, seriously, uh, on a honest-to-God's note, like... 
a, a league that's struggling. I don't understand how. Well, it's that it's the crazy idea of uh oh, we're struggling. We need to add a new market to bring in new fans, and that's the that's the mentality so that stupid. all of these every league has the same mentality of if you're starting to see a decline, let's expand and get more. Let's let's put a hockey team in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, good point. I mean that's what these that's the the idea that they do. I I don't think anybody thinks of this idea of let's shrink it down. This and is a make band-aid. it more yeah and make it more competitive. Well, and that's what Nobody I told you the that. other day. Yeah, is that less because teams. from the business perspective that doesn't help. Like if you pull a team out that it's just all of a sudden, hey, the Twins don't exist anymore. People in Minnesota are going to be like, yeah, but Fuck you're a little you. bit smarter about who you contract is the thing. And I know, ironically enough, when contraction was discussed in between these times when expansion is discussed, I think the Twins and the Royals were two teams that were heavily mentioned yeah. because they had been so long in between when they were successful. And, you know, now that seems absurd because the Royals won a World Series right. and the Twins made the playoffs this year after losing 100 games last year. So I, I understand that there's always the. Well, you know, these teams can build up, but it's just when you look at the entire picture, like Tampa Bay, I know they went to a World Series and they've had success and they've done it. There's a Tampa Bay way. But overall, when you look at the entirety of the existence of that organization, it just hasn't been supported because the fucking Yankees and the Astros win. We got a game seven, motherfuckers. Uh, (laughs) They did. Are you ahead of me? Oh. God damn it. Shit, I saw people <laughs> hugging. Damn it. Ah, damn, there's only like, one out in the night. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Ah, shit. Did you just see it in the future? I'm drunk. <laughs> I did. It's going to happen. Anyway, though, so, but if you look at the... 40 shares, give me that Bailey's. All right, if you look at the entire existence of the uh, the the Devil Rays, I mean, just Tampa in general, that, that stadium sucks... It, How about they don't Miami? Need to exist. How yeah, about that but, team? Yeah, That's a team that Florida, can go the fuck away. Right. And then it's funny because those two teams could go away tomorrow and you'd be like, there'd be some people, but what about baseball in Florida? They don't need it. They've they've proven, they have a proven history that they can't sustain it. They don't really care. Just get rid of them. Yeah, there's no need for it. Yeah, for and that right there, that's two teams. And I, I, I truly believe that if you take two teams and you cut them down, and spread the talent over the the rest of the teams, all of a sudden it brings everybody up because now guys that have no business being in the majors are sent down to the minors. It makes all the teams more competitive. You get a better product, and that's what it's all about. It's not about adding more teams. Because more teams means less players to go, means shittier overall game, and you're worried about the game itself. You're not worried about individual markets. But that's what everybody. That's what I know. Every, that, every and again, it's a short term business analyst. Short term like, solution. You want to get more fans in, get more markets because that'll automatically. It's an automatic. It's a cheap, easy market. way it's to absolutely gain immediate a cheap, easy revenue. Way to do it. Uh, let's get into consume it or can it for this week. By the way, good rant, bro. Thanks. Uh, Rate did say that the talent doesn't change how boring of a fucking game it is. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah, there are plenty of assholes who just aren't going to watch baseball. And I, per- I accept that. That's fine. I mean, you know, you're not going to watch fucking baseball. You aren't going to watch it if there's two teams or 90 teams. Um, that's fair. That's fair. I'm fine with that. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. I mean, you could be a dumbass and not watch baseball all you want. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with it. 
Consume it or can it? Brought to you by Tavor.com. Uh, if you are anywhere except for apparently Texas, make sure you go to our website, crapbrewsports.com, and uh, sign up for Tavor. After your first order, you can get $10 uh, credit to your account after your first order from Tavor. You get delicious beer like this pumpkin beer from AOWorks. Consume. Brewing. Consume. Fucking absolutely consume. I, I don't need to say shit else. We, we could have. Yeah, no. We could have done this after the first sip. Yeah. Consume. It held absolutely. Up. Not only did it did it hold up. This this right here, it's nipping at the heels of some pumpkin. Oh shit! I'm not even joking. And I, I'll tell you why pumpkin still takes home the belt because it's got that little bit higher ABV. But right. flavor, flavor wise, though, flavor, flavor. This is good. It's a good beer, and it's I mean, really it's only coming in a tick below pumpkin, right? Like, it's right at. But that's that's why pumpkin takes home the title still is because it's got that it's got the flavor profile and it's got the ABV. This is just slightly lacking in ABV, but damn, this is a great pumpkin beer. This I would absolutely recommend this to anybody. Yeah. If if somebody said, oh, you know, what, what's a pumpkin beer? I should start with. Hand them this. And, and the other thing, too, we talked about at the beginning of the show, if it's a, a beer that's a little bit more expensive, it needs to deliver. And this one absolutely delivered. The No disappointment. Like, yeah. I would, I am not upset that I paid $5 a bottle on no. this. Like, no, these not even a little bit. Fantastic beers consuming the hell out of Aleworks Pumpkin Beer. If you see it, if you can get it, uh, Williamsburg, Virginia is where they're out of. Is that where it is? Yeah. Yeah, so I'm they're. Why, I'm kind of surprised that we don't have it anywhere in this because that's not that far away well, to get. It's also Williamsburg, like it, they're probably like, uh, turning their own butter and like <laughs> still <they're> reenacting. <laughs> you never been to historic Williamsburg? Oh shit, man! I've heard of it. That's a good time. A lot of white people there, though. That's. <laughs> it's America. <laughs> you could pretty much insert any city here. Except for Detroit. And there will be a lot of America, white people. And it's supposed to be like in the 1800s. So. Mm, fair enough. I don't know that I want to go there. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> but I'm guessing, you know, trying to figure out how to have the horses and buggies carry the beer. Strike out. Game over. There we go. Astros win. I told you I saw into the yep. future. Saw into the future. We are. I'm glad that they seven. wrapped that up before we finish the show. Yeah. So been- next week's show will either be one of the best ever because the Yankees will have been eliminated for almost a week, or me telling Houston <laughs> that Harvey didn't finish the job, but I <laughs> So there's that. Shit. Uh, that's been Consumer Canada brought to you, as always, by Tavor.com and by uh, Hurricane Harvey, apparently. Uh, <laughs> dude. Blake hates show, baseball. Big shocker. There's a lot of people that hate baseball, man. I'm not, And they can all eat a dick. I'm not surprised by that anymore. Like, when people say they don't like baseball, I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. You live your I don't life like poor. the NBA. You live, you live your life poorly, but whatever. It's <laughs> fine. I don't like the NBA, uh, you know. Yeah. Different strokes or whatever. Different strokes. <laughs> uh, this Ooh. has been another edition of Craft Brew Sports. Thank you guys for listening in. Uh, thank you for tuning in on the Facebook live feed, for sharing it. We really appreciate it. If you're listening after the fact, 
Still share the show. Uh, give us some love. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at CraftBSports. You can follow Scott at ScottyK underscore Junior. And go watch the video because the feed does stay up. It's not. Yeah, it's, it's no longer it's live. You but if you're in, interested yeah. in seeing what the hell we're talking about yeah, with all the random worth. references yeah. that we make visually, you can always go watch the link. Definitely worth it. Uh, and once again, st- uh, Scott jumped all over my Twitter. I'm at Mike Berlon on oh, Twitter. I do that uh, every week. It's every purposeful. week he fucking buries me on that one uh but yeah make sure you like us on You've facebook got more followers than me there's a reason join join I'm the trying facebook to stomp group. that out <laughs> join the facebook group it's a shitload of fun it's a lot Hell of shit yeah, talking. It it's so much fun search craft root sports sports and beer talk uh, on facebook i think that's what it is find us you'll find it whatever anyway or send us a dm yeah. slip into our dms us and uh, we'll get you in there <laughs> cheers everybody we out go irish oh motherfucker Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 